Dominic Lawton can be wild. Welcome to the Bad Movie Cult. This week, we are covering both a new release and an old release. It's the same film, but two different release dates. <laughs> <laughs> what a treat. Honestly, what a treat. It's directed both by John Liu and Curtis Spieler. It's the 1984-2021 film, New York Ninja. Abductions of young women are still being reported. Another woman with mysterious radiation burns has been discovered. We're going to have a baby. Oh, my God. I can't believe that John's wife was murdered. You have to try and pull yourself together. This city owes me. Well, what's that? Justice. Why won't anyone do anything? We are strong on crime, and together we have the power. This is a big city. We're doing what we can. Dude, what are we going to do? What happened? Is it okay? What? Oh, shit. Tell the others, I'm coming for this. I need you to help me. I would, but I want them dead. Crime has remained at an all-time low thanks to ninja fever. We're going live with this. These men murdered her because of what she saw. It's linked to these abductions. There's something weighing us down. It's that damn ninja. New York ninja's a real hero. This was originally filmed in 1984 New York City. I believe it was unfinished. It was an uncompleted film. And then Vinegar Syndrome found the the reels of film that it was shot on, uh, sort of unedited camera negatives in their film archive, uh, no sound, and the script totally lost. So it was just the the footage. And then producer-editor Curtis Spieler, he finished the film, he hired new cast to dub the voices, and he also got the band Voyager to create an original score. It's actually really, really good. It's really well done, and it appears exactly as it would have done had it been in the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> it's great, great choice I of can, everything. I can only say that, I can only assume that he's had the actors read the lines like someone who would have dubbed it back in the 80s would have done. <laughs> no. <laughs> I do not assume that at all. I, I sincerely think this is done the Dragon Wilson's serious attempt at conveying emotion and depth. I've seen a lot of his films, and I think this is as good as he gets. There was um, a rumour that they brought lip readers in to assist with the dubbing, but they did not do that because the lip reader would have had to have read the lips for every take of the movie. So instead, uh, the editor, Kurt Spieler, put the, the movie together first and then wrote new dialogue to match the performances of the actors. And it gives off a similar sort of feel to like how a foreign film would do it. It does, especially as there's like when there is no dialogue, there's still pathetic back, like, you know, background 
stupid no- nonsense being spoken. Uh, I've written a few of those down, actually. Just what people are saying as they're walking. You know like how everyone has to always be speaking in films, otherwise it's just like, why are we watching them silent? Mm. There's always a lot of that in this. Yeah. There's like people in the back just going, yeah, yeah, d- yeah, let's... And all this, you think, all right, calm down, everyone <laughs> in the back. <laughs> Yeah, you have the words that the words like don't always uh, match like the mouth movements, just like a like an old school dubbed film. Yeah, I'm happy with that. Yeah, it just felt brilliant. It, it felt I don't know it it didn't go too far to feel like a spoof, but yeah. it was enough to feel real. I think it's enough to to let you know that Curtis Spieler like obviously has ro- watched a lot of these films from back in the day, and and I think tr- did try hard to try and get that same feel. And it's it's a it's fun. Fun film makes absolutely no sense, especially towards the end. But <laughs> <laughs> he's done his best. Yeah, never heard of the guy before. No, John John Lou. But uh, I think that his character is actually also called John Lou in this, yeah. which I assume they just did because why not? His character's called John, so we might as well just call him John Lou. Yeah, so, you know he he kept that as well. They said they couldn't track down everybody, could they? So in the in the credits, they haven't got the original cast and crew, so they don't know who they were. <laughs> he said, "Hopefully, we've done them proud." And I was like, "It done me proud. I'm more than happy with this." Yeah, it's a great, uh, it's a great disc as well that they've uh, they've produced. It's yeah, like with a booklet, uh, it's two discs. It's uh, it's really really good. It's a massively high quality production. You're referring to the the Blu-ray set. Yeah, you got on yeah, I, I I got that one uh, imported in, and it's it's fantastic. It really is a good uh, a good item. Yeah, Ken showed me like when he got the copy, he let me have a little look at it, and it is a really, really well made. Like it's got like a booklet on on sort of behind the scenes stuff, hasn't it? Yeah, the the poster looks like it's awesome. It's a tale of two ninjas, I believe it's called. It's a lovely, lovely presentation by Vinegar Syndrome. It's got a, an IMDb rating of five point six out of ten. Rotten Tomatoes rating of ninety five percent. See. So people actually want to watch it, that is, isn't it? Yeah. You're going to sit and watch something called New York Ninja and moan about it. <laughs> <laughs> What's the point? Yeah. Uh, the plot. Got a plot for you, Ken. Uh, as we said, originally shot in 1984 and finished in 2021. There is no new footage in this either. This is all original footage of, of New York in the 80s. I think George Lucas wanted to put a bit of CGI in there. but uh... <laughs> CGI Jabba the Hutt in the background. <laughs> Thank you, Curtis Spieler, for saying no to that. Yeah, New York Ninja is about uh, a sound technician for a news station, played by John Liu, who becomes a vigilante ninja in New York City after his pregnant wife is murdered. Yeah, it's quite harsh as well. <laughs> it's quite harsh and massively unnecessary. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, but still, are, are there any taglines for this? I don't think you've got any, have you? No. No? Cool. That skips that bit then. <laughs> <laughs> got the cast and crew. We're talking about they were dubbed. They've obviously been dubbed by current actors now you got don the dragon wilson he did the voice of john lou in this michael berryman did the plutonium killer michael berryman of course from hills have eyes linnea quigley from eternal living dead one of ken's favorites yep. another one of trash ken... wasn't it yeah yeah so she played in that another one of ken's favorites cynthia rothrock she Ooh. does a voiceover i tell you who else does a, a voiceover in this go on hello <laughs> Leon Isaac Kennedy, who was Lionel Richie in Lone Wolf McQuaid, is the the detective, the black detective in this. Yeah, wow. What a small world in the bad movie cult universe. Hello! So we start off with a caption. It says, New York City, 1984. 
Crime is at an all-time high. Gangs of drugged-out punks roam the streets preying on the innocent. A rash of kidnappings involving young women has gripped the city with fear. The citizens of New York are fed up. The city needs hope. The city needs a hero. Beautiful. Uh, this uh, my, my first note, and I, I thought this throughout the whole of the film, is this is an amazing like look at New York in the 80s. Yeah, yeah, it looks like, I mean, you've got people in the background just looking at the camera because they don't know what the hell's going on. They're looking at the cast who are walking around dressed preposterously throughout. And then they just kind of like, what? But then carrying on with their day. <laughs> so it's like, oh, well, whatever. Yeah, it's a great look at just how sort of rough and ready New York was in the 80s. Like when they go into the underground and you see all the carriages yeah. full of uh, graffiti, the streets look filthy. Times Square looks, it's still got like all the porn stuff that's just like was all around Times Square at the time. Reminds me a bit of um, Basket Case. That was shot all in New York and you could see all like the griminess of New York back then before it got all turned into what it is today, I guess. So I really did enjoy that about it. Uh, We meet John Lou. He's meeting his wife and uh, he gives us some sort of gift. That that gift, it it looked like a very small replica WWE championship belt, which uh, I'm sure she appreciated. (laughs) (laughs) There's that right by. And then she goes, wait! (laughs) They they both stop before he says, wait, though. (laughs) (laughs) They're just going to walk off from each other. They've just met each other. He gave her that. Uh, Why don't you just wait till you get home? Yeah. <laughs> so, what's the point of meeting each other just for one simple gift exchange? Yeah, well, straight out of a dark place that is. Yeah, but uh, they they do both stop and then wait. I love you. <laughs> it's brilliant. Yeah. Happy birthday. Oh. Oh, I have something for you too. What is it? You'll see later. I'll be home for dinner. Wait. What? I love you. I have something to tell you. And it can't wait. What is it? I'm pregnant. Seriously? We're going to have a baby. Oh, my God. I'm going to be a daddy. Are you happy? Yes. I love you very much. Good. Turns out she's pregnant. Yeah, she says, I've got something to tell you, but it can't wait, even though it was going to until he just stopped her. So it was going to wait, but now it can't. So, yeah, and the news is... She's pregnant. I'm going to be a daddy. <laughs> yeah, brilliant. <laughs> yeah, and we get we get our first look at, I mean, the costumes of the thugs in this film are absolutely <laughs> mental. You thought the Warriors had crazy <laughs> costumes. Wait until you get a load of the people in this. Yeah, they'd be laughing at the Warriors for not trying hard enough in this one. <laughs> <laughs> We've got uh, a guy who's wearing... Uh, He's fully dressed as a cowboy in the middle of New York City. Yeah, I've got that. I've got the village people that turned up. And then we've got like a hoodlum complete with felt hat. Yep. It's like, you know, those like, if you go dressed as a gangster and you go to the, the, the joke shop and get like the costume, this is the kind of hat you would buy with it. It's just like a cheap looking like trilby. This guy turns out to be Freddy Cufflinks. <laughs> it's a great name. <laughs> and um, for no reason that I can tell, he... Slits the throat of John's wife. Well, he's he's got a large, uh, full-profile portrait photograph of somebody, uh, which they kidnap immediately, and she, uh, she's a witness, and that's the only thing. She doesn't try and help or anything. She just stands there 
And then when they when they see her standing there, she runs off, and that's it. So she's not trying to help. She's not trying to stop them. Yeah, she's just walking past. Yeah, one guy uh, uh, just trips over his own car <laughs> <laughs> in this scene. And he's like, get her. And he just he fails to see his own car and falls over onto the pavement. <laughs> <laughs> so... Yeah, I I love the action scenes, which they obviously just thought, ah, fuck it, it'll do. <laughs> I'm not doing that again. Speaking of falls, there's another great fall from the uh, the wife down the stairs. Freddie Cufflinks has a great bit of pose in here with his his hat on as he throws the knife, and afterwards he does a, a great like. I don't know even know what the stance is, but I'm enjoying it. <laughs> yeah, he, he does. He he, he cuts their throat. Uh, then she falls down some stairs. Then he like, throws the knife into her stomach, the recently revealed pregnancy stomach. And uh, that's the end of that. She falls down. She's in the subway stairwell. There's a sign that says, I heart NY, which uh, the irony of it all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, she, in her hand, has one of his cufflinks, hence his name. <laughs> I don't know how many he's got. He's got full of them. <laughs> Old shirt sleeves full of cufflinks. Cut to the credits. Yeah, opening credits. Bang. We've got John Lou. He's got some ninja poses going on. We can see he's legit. He's too legit. He's too legit to quit. Great uh, credit start as well. Love the music. Yeah, synth in it. Yeah, yeah it is really, really good. Get a helicopter arriving. They're all devastated about John's wife. This is the news reporting team that John's the sound guy for. We've got the, the cameraman, which I can't remember what the hell his name is. Jack. Jack. Jack Cameraman, his last name is. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's amazing later on, but uh, for now, he's just a simple cameraman. And then we've also got Randy Rydell, or whatever the hell her name was. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Randy Rydell is the uh, the reporter, the roving reporter. Is um, Has she got a wig on throughout <clears throat> this entire film? I thought it looked, yeah, a bit of a Pat Cash look yeah. to it. <laughs> it's just not real hair, is it? No. So I just wondered why. <laughs> I wonder what her hair looked like in real. I don't know. Don't even know who she is, do we? But, you know, I'd like to know why she was wearing a wig throughout this film. Mm-hmm. Should point out as well that the, the wife of John was voiced by Ginger Lynn. Yeah. As brief as it was. Yeah. <laughs> as awful as it was. Might as well have just been me. And apparently it's, it's up to these reporters. They've been put solely in charge of stopping the abductions in the city by their <laughs> boss. <laughs> I, I swear, right, she says, oh, poor John. And then when they go to get into the helicopter, I'm sure Randy Rydell just says, fuck. I can't believe that John's wife was murdered. That's terrible. It's such a tragedy. I know that I should help him, but I'm not sure that I can. Now, Randy, I'm the boss here. That's my job. <sighs> But you, you're one of the best damn reporters and this city needs you. It's important. Yeah. We have to stop these abductions. Now you focus on your job, okay? Absolutely. It's my job. I know, I know. But what about John? Let's go talk to him. He's probably home. Let's go. Uh, We got John. John's on the roof. He's not there with them. He's he's, at his, he's on his own roof. He's got some deflated... It's a sad fucking sight, isn't it, this? He's got some deflated balloons just, like, lolling around on the table. He's got a sign that says, I heart Nita, which is the name of his wife. Nita Lou. Which, which he's written in, like, permanent marker. Yeah. So he's not even got them made. He's just got a bit of paper and written it on. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why he's still got all that set up. Yeah, I know. I mean, yeah. if, if his if his colleagues know she's dead, then he's know he knows she's dead. So why is he still celebrating a birthday? 
the balloons are deflated, he's deflated, I was deflated. Yeah, I got picked up though by his delivery of the question why. Yeah. He just wants to know why. <laughs> play, play that soundbite. It's not fair. It's not fair. Why? fantastic he ends up heel kicking the tail in half yeah in a bit of slow-mo yeah <laughs> that looks shit doesn't it it does yeah cause <laughs> it's, a, it's a shitty little table as well it's like one of the wrestling tables that's just going to give way anyway yeah <laughs> just that whole scene deflated balloons shitty little table <laughs> on top of a bloody roof i hope that was in the, <laughs> don't, the even know if, don't even know if that's where he lives in the, even in that building that might not even be his birthday party itself <laughs> Someone else's. Well, he's written those signs, so it's his now. Yeah. Uh, we got Randy Rydell. She she turns up. Yeah, she's like sort of peeping around a corner at him. So she, she's found her way up to the roof. Uh, she says, you know, be strong. Uh, says that twice. We're here for you. She says that twice. Then she just fucks off again. Yeah, he says, you have to be strong for Nita. And he just, just tells her to leave him alone. Uh, Do you see what the other gift was that he got for her? It was a photograph of them two, the two of them together, a beautiful framed photo. Not for long. Which um, he inexplicably just smashes into his own hands. He just (laughs) crushes it. (laughs) Blood all over his hands now. Uh, Not mentioned again, but he he seems okay. Then he finds a note that says, love you, John. And she's bought him a gift for her birthday, which is is beautiful of her. Bought him a couple of katanas, I think. Yes, indeed, yeah. Uh, katana, of course, means Japanese sword. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just see if the listeners out there. Mr. Fujiyama. <laughs> Son of bitches. They call him Samurai. He speaks fluent Japanese. What does Katana mean? It means Japanese sword. We've got reckless driving of a limo next at the rail yard. We've got some leather-gloved hands. Uh, blow darts are flying midair just in <laughs> Back of this limo. I'm <laughs> not really sure why. That was, it was just got like a pen that shoots nothing really, but apparently kills. Yeah, so we, that happens a lot. And that pen gets more kills than the, the actual bad guy. <laughs> yeah, kills a fly, doesn't it? Yeah. That's how accurate he is with it. Yeah. The pen is mightier than the sword, but it's not, obviously not. Yeah, anyway, Kenby Wild turns up. He's in another car. <laughs> <laughs> yes, hello. <laughs> Kenby Wild's Mr. Beamish. <laughs> The thing, the thing about these photographs, right? How have they got these photographs? These professionally produced photographs of literally every woman in New York that they're saying, "I want her kidnapped now." Here's a model shot of her, even though it's like they're not models. These people, yeah. Anyway, he hands them over uh, and says, uh, "I want those." But hang on, is Kenby Wilder dirty female abductor? <laughs> You better believe it. Yeah, then we have some steampunk shades guy who's in the other one. I've put he looks like Elton John. Yeah, 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 kind of. Kind of this this uh, this guy, we don't even know who he is until like halfway into the film. Suddenly he's like, oh, right, okay. But he's also got some photos. Similarly shot professionally by it looks like the same photographer. And he hands them across the car to the other guy. 
It's just weird. They're just sharing photographs of people. <laughs> yeah, they, they can be wild characters called the Pale Man. Yes. So Elton John and the Pale Man swapping swapping pictures, and uh, can be wild says he wants extra women. He said he looks at the pictures as he'll take all of them. Yeah. Elton John asks for some time and says it's it's not that simple to arrange. It's nice to see you enjoying a cocktail there, actually. Yeah, well, you know, I'm, I'm at work, but yeah. uh, I'm a man of leisure. I'm in the back of a almost a limo. Yeah, he says that his clientele, he wants those women, he wants them now. Uh, I don't think we ever find out the uh, the clientele. It's it's uh, alluded to, but... No, I don't think it's important, to be honest. Uh, and uh, Elton John says the clientele will be very pleased. Cut to the chauffeur eating his own hair. Yeah, it's uh, Elijah Wood, isn't it? I think. (laughs) (laughs) Plays the chauffeur. (laughs) I didn't know he was eating his hair. No? No, I I didn't know what the hell that was. It was just a bit of cloth. I don't know. He's got a rat tail, and he's actually called Rat Tail, the chauffeur. Yeah, it's it's horrible. He just puts it in his mouth, just draws it across his face, puts it in his mouth. He's a very odd-looking man. They, they all are in the Yeah, scene. but this this guy's very odd-looking. He mm. looks like Elijah Wood if he had his jaw ripped off or something. He, <laughs> I think the only reason he's got a beard is so you can see that he's got a jaw mm. and a chin. Because <laughs> without that, I don't think he's got one. No. Uh, they they uh, Eli- uh, Elijah Wood. Elton John. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stick to the real names. <laughs> yeah. Elton John. Uh, they agree uh, to the demands. And then I like the fact that Elijah Wood... Goes off at pace there, like he pulls away, but not slowly. No, no, <laughs> like, he's out of there. Like Elton John in the back would have been thrown off his seat. <laughs> his pen could have gone off. <laughs> <laughs> could have shot someone. Uh, meanwhile, on the same uh, subway stairs as his wife died, John's putting a single rose on the steps, yeah, which I'm sure has like lasted ages. That there, didn't it? <laughs> in the middle yeah. of New York. Yeah. And uh, we see a gang. They come running down, and they're fo- they're following a young young child, a young Chinese boy. And it turns out this boy owes money to. Do we say Lionel Richie again? Because <laughs> it looks like him. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, no, we can't use Lionel again. We'll have to use another singer. Who can we come up with? Little Richard. Little yeah, he looks like Little Richard. <laughs> <laughs> Plenty of musical tracks we can use for him. <laughs> yeah, he just goes. <laughs> yeah, so little Richard's here, and he he says that he owes him money. This child must be ten. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, yeah, I know you street kids have got money. Why, why like, is, no, I haven't. <laughs> Where would I get money from? How is this gang making any money? Loaning money to ten-year-old children, shaking down the kids. The boy says he will pay the money, but ends up trying to run off. John watches this. Concerned from the steps, but he, he doesn't get involved. He's not. He's not yet pushed to that limit yet. Then we get some headlines. Headlines in the paper. Now I've written all the headlines down because uh, there's a lot of newspaper headlines in this. Yeah. Uh, all of which are from the uh, Daily Tribune. So uh, you know, I don't know if that's the only one that they could use, or but it's the only one that ever existed back in the eighties. <laughs> Yeah, the headline, it's a massive waste of space, these headlines as well, where they've just written like big words, but loads of empty space as well. This one says, another lady vanishes, abductions continue. And beneath that, it says, panic in New York, menagerie breaks loose. So, you know, I don't know which one's the... <laughs> I'm kind of more interested in the second one, to yeah. be honest. That's yeah. Elton John, isn't it? There's a lot of Elton John just reading the paper in this. I'll tell you what else it says underneath. It says, 
dietetic foods use farm products. Mm. Front page news. <laughs> Front page news there, everyone. Besides so, the abductions, it's a slow news week. For... Do you know that there's none of that story either? That's just the headline. There's no Because right beneath it are those two sub-headlines with the story. But I don't know where the like, abduction story actually is. Probably not on page one. It's just to grab your attention. Yeah. And then you think, ooh, menagerie. We see Lou. He he throws some flowers and a photo of him of him and his missus and into the off the back of a boat into the the water there, just going on a boat trip on his own. He's a real fucking sad case, isn't he? This <laughs> this fucking hero of ours. Yeah, I thought he was going to eat attempt to eat her ring there. <laughs> no, I think that's the cufflink. Yeah, but it's it's a cufflink, and he's just having a little nibble on it. Yeah, he finds it. He finds a the cufflink. Uh, he does have a bite on it. I'm really not sure what the point of that was. What did he think it was? Oh, it's sweet. Checking it's a real cufflink. <laughs> it's the only way to find out. <laughs> yeah, and he's got a little urn. Oh, is that what that is? Yeah. I thought it, it was a darts trophy that... or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's just going to say goodbye to his wife, but she was a, a big fan of darts. So he's brought the trophy with him. Yeah. No, that, that's the urn, I believe. I'm guessing it's her ashes because it's, it features again later. Uh, we cut to some hoodlums, their horse playing around. One guy's doing flips off a bench. One guy's inexplicably rolling around on the floor for no reason. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're all dressed like idiots as well, aren't they? <laughs> one guy's emptying the garbage bin all over his own mates. <laughs> <laughs> and one guy's reading a newspaper. Very so, closely, so isn't close he? So close to his own face that a cigar is burning a hole through it. <laughs> There's no explanation of why he's doing this. <laughs> Especially as they haven't even given him a long cigar. It's like, yeah, it's just, yeah, I don't know. He can't possibly be reading the print from that close up. <laughs> so I don't know what he's doing. Talking about what they're wearing, one guy has a hoodie on, like with the hood up, and then electrical tape, just taping the hood to the top of his head. <laughs> yeah, still not a, not a bloody clue. Anyway, the the paper that he is reading is the Daily Tribune. Uh, it's got a different headline. Um, <laughs> that headline says, Woman kidnapped, witness killed. And uh, underneath that, uh, there's uh, panic in New York, menagerie breaks loose, and uh, dietetic foods use farm products. Oh. So it's a different headline, but it's the same two stories underneath. So they must be really pushing that. I don't know if that's a sponsored uh, story, either of them two. But yeah, there you go. Anyway. Yeah, some guy turns up, stabs through the paper he's reading, lifts him up, he's asking for money. Apparently they're in the same gang, but... Yeah, yeah, it's just unusual, he robs his own gang. Yeah. <laughs> what there is in this film is there's, there's lots of people reading papers and headlines, and also lots of people asking other people for money. There's a lot of that in this. And uh, I've put so far, this movie has solely consisted of street thugs threatening each other for money, an Asian bloke walking around the city eating costume jewellery and Elton John laughing at newspapers. <laughs> the group actually do decide to pay that guy. Yeah, uh, which makes him laugh. Uh, like, only a bad guy can laugh. I think they all join in. They, they do all join in laughing with him as well. It's like, well, hang on, he's just robbed you at knife point. And there's about, like, about 12 of them, so I don't know why they all give him money. He's not going to stab all 12 of them, is he, <laughs> at the same time? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, especially as he's their friend, it yeah. turns out. Still, we ain't got time for any of that rubbish. Yeah, we got John, he's crying. He's he's walking up to them or just past them. They all notice him and they think, you know what, we're going to fucking attack this man. Yeah, let, let's fight this man now. He's near us. So the guy with the blade goes up to him, he says, hey Chinatown, what are you offering? 
and they try and take his darts trophy off him. <laughs> if you can believe that. One of the gang has got just what appears to be a bamboo reed. Just like <laughs> yeah. a long stick, a long, very, very thin stick. <laughs> a lot of the <laughs> yeah. which would probably sting, but it's not gonna not gonna like incapacitate anybody. <laughs> yeah, a lot of the um like dirty rotten scoundrels <laughs> who are just whipping it across his shins. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of the like, if you look at some of the um, the background thugs, a lot of them have got ridiculous weaponry in this film. <laughs> yeah, we mentioned the costumes, but they they really, really are ridiculous. It's a bit like a class of Newcom High, where all the kids are, like just ridiculously mutated and that. It's like that. It's just <laughs> yeah, shoestring. Really, <laughs> the costume department are like, ah, oh, fuck it, that'll do. We'll just let them dress up how they want. Uh, what follows now is possibly the worst bit of fight choreography I've seen since <laughs> the Miami connection. We've got six or seven guys. They're standing in a semicircle around John and attacking one by one whilst the others all wait patiently to get beaten up. Like, if you like, the actual action that's happening in front, you obviously you can tell John Liu is a martial artist, but. Like if you look at just the actors around him, they're all literally just standing and what, and they actually look at the next person that's going to attack before he attacks. <laughs> like they know who's going next. Some of them are kind of bouncing to make it look like they're waiting. Just oh no, I was going to go in there. Oh, no, 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 he's still he's still hitting him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but most of them are just stood still waiting. Anyway, he he, he knocks them all out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he just takes them all out, John. He's not having any of it. No one's taking that. Darts trophy off him. Yeah, and then he walks walks away, doesn't he? Yeah, he just leaves. Uh, we cut to the police detective. I can't. Remember, I didn't write his name down. Do you know what his name is? Um, Jimmy Williams. That's the name of the detective, Jimmy. Yeah. So yeah, Detective Jimmy. Um. <laughs> Jimmy Williams. It's nice. Detective Williams. <laughs> call him by his first yeah. name, do you? Like he's a child TV character. <laughs> With a J.J. McQuaid. It's like Texas Ranger Jim, is it? <laughs> anyway, Detective Jimmy, he um, he gets uh, into a heated discussion uh, with uh, John in the next scene. For... Yeah, John, John follows him, doesn't he? He goes over and asks where he is with the case. Yeah. Um, they just walk. Seemingly yeah. aimless, aimless walking through, like, you know, it's one of those, like, naked gun where it's just like, where the hell am I? Yeah. <laughs> they just keep walking yeah. know, without seemingly knowing why. And John, John's adamant that uh, his wife was killed for what she saw, and it is linked to the abductions of all the other women in the city. How don't know how he knows that, that last bit, that it's linked. I don't know. Excuse me, reads the paper. Yeah, well, don't we all? He's also wondering about the menagerie, but he's he's got bigger fish to fry. Like, like in the background, you see loads of exotic birds just <laughs> flying past. <laughs> I like in this bit, um, it cuts like a, there's a cut, and then John walks into shot and just says, "Wait!" Detective Jimmy says, "What?" He says, "This city owes me." Well, what's that? Says Detective Jimmy. Well, he'll tell you. Justice. You should really just have clenched his fist in yeah. front of his face. <laughs> and and uh, Jimmy says, good luck, Mr. Lou. And uh, Mr. Lou says, thanks for nothing. Oh, it's been treated so bad by the city. Cut mean to, streets of New York. Cut to him beating himself up in the parking lot. He's <laughs> <laughs> just just pacing a very short distance before <laughs> like ramming himself into... like poles of stuff, doesn't yeah. it? Like just like 
girders. Just <laughs> just I'm gonna run into this. I'm gonna run into that one. I'm gonna do it again about four times. And like in any movie, he's speaking out loud to himself. He's saying, "Why is this happening? Why won't they? Why won't anyone do anything? I don't understand. Why? Why? Why?" <laughs> and that final why. <laughs> he he does one of the most awful splits jumps I've ever seen, <laughs> but they freeze frame it and keep it. Yeah, <laughs> it's like why? And then they keep that, and you think it looks terrible. Yeah. <laughs> it's like something a kid would do. Yeah, you know, when a kid's there for ages, she's going like that. Watch this, watch this, watch this. You finally watch it, and all they do is jump, and you think, <laughs> "Fuck off, <laughs> time waster." Yeah, <laughs> that's what it looks like. I mean, surely we know he can do the stuff. So why didn't he do a good one? Yeah, as I said, they actually pause it when he's like not even at the apex of. That's the what kick. I mean. Yeah, looks <laughs> <laughs> like he's doing hurdles or something. <laughs> Why? Why is this happening? Why won't anyone do anything? I don't understand. Why? Uh, why? Why? That's the second time he shouted an elongated why. <laughs> yeah, in the last five <laughs> minutes. <laughs> he just wants answers, damn it. <laughs> this is this is enough to push him over the edge into vigilanteism and... Mm-hmm. Uh, the next scene is him lighting candles around a small red Buddha statue. <laughs> and also failing to blow out the matches he's used, <laughs> which they kept in. And then cuts himself on his samurai. This guy's just obsessed with self-harm <laughs> like for the last fucking three scenes. All he's done is beat himself up. He gets his uh, samurai swords that his wife gave him and then just runs his hand along the blade and you see blood's left on it. Is that a symbolic thing of the samurai? Or oh, I wouldn't do it. It really hurt, <laughs> wouldn't it? It really hurt. He's only just healed from the glass he smashed into his own hands for no reason. Yeah, and his hands must be absolutely fucked. Maybe what it is, maybe it's a physical representation of the pain that he's feeling emotionally. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, you know. I'm sure that's what it was. We've got the subway cars now full of graffiti. We've got a, a gang chasing a couple. They want a kiss from the the woman. There's a lot of these like ten second clips of just showing you like old oh, gangs are still terrorizing the city. Yeah, it's just let's get them, and then they chase them up the subway. We assume that they then killed them on something. I don't know. Yeah, we we see more shots of from the um, the opening credit scene of of John practicing his special kicks and his high kick stance <laughs> in public. Yeah, just outside in the shadow of the bridge. Yeah, yeah, it looks cool, man. Mm. It looks cool. You always get one of those, don't you? We do the montage of training out in public. It's like Van Damme used to do it in like just on a kind of balcony or something outside of mansion and stuff. You know, in you front of a, a lady who's just bedded in <laughs> tiny briefs. But of course, <laughs> you get Seagal running up mountains. Yeah, yeah, setting fire to himself, looking at eagles. You know that kind of shit. So you've always got an outside montage. Chuck Norris rolling around in the dirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Kicking his own shed to the ground. <laughs> yeah, you see, that's what happens. I like these; they're the best ones. And then you get Jeff Speakburn, who just listens to Snap <laughs> in a, in a little room. Yeah, so it's different, isn't it? Different for everyone. Yeah, we see a gang now. They've got tights on their head. They're attacking another girl, and here he is in his full splendor, his full glory. It's the New York Ninja. He's yeah. in sort of bed sheets. As this a, is uh, the twenty-second minute. I, I looked at when when the ninja appears for the yeah. first time, and it's a gang of eight. Yeah, versus one woman. 
it's not like white ninja attire. It's more sort of a cream affair. Yes, I think we call it the beige ninja. <laughs> <laughs> the eggshell off white. A throwing star to the back of one. And they're all like, hey, what happened? Oh, my God, what happened? Did you see anything? Oh, my God. <laughs> and then another guy, straight away, ninja throwing star. And then we cut. That's it. That's the end of the scene. Yeah, thank goodness for that. That was uh, <laughs> that was tense, wasn't it? Well, yeah, we see there's a couple. They're obviously strangers to New York, and they've got a camera. The guy's absolutely flabbergasted by the size of the buildings in this city. Yeah, you can't believe it. And this is my favourite scene, I think, of the film, because it's the New York Ninja <laughs> in full view of everyone in a busy street on roller skates. <laughs> Skating through the busy street. And this is where you could actually see members of the public just looking at people. They're just like, what's going on here? They're just looking around <laughs> to see if anyone else thinks, is this weird or is it me? Am I dreaming this? Yeah. And some of them just do look at the camera and think, oh, okay, they're doing it. They're filming something. Plus his, like, his, his skates are like shiny gold. <laughs> Skate, like he got them from Studio fucking 66 or whatever. He's just bought them. <laughs> He's just gone down dressed as a ninja to buy some skates, just in case he'll need them. Basically, uh, some thugs have stolen a purse from a woman, and the, the ninja pursues them on rollerblades. And the guy videos it, and they, they follow very slowly on foot, so it's not a high-speed chase. No, at one point, I'm sure, he, he does a jump and lands... Uh, without his boots on, yeah. with his roller boots on, and then he's got them back on again yeah, a minute does, later. Yeah. He's incredible skills. It's when he flies over the, the car, <laughs> yeah, yeah, isn't he it? Yeah, just a little somersault. Over the car. Yeah, lands perfectly because he's took them off. And I thought, wow, he's took them off quick. They must have a release catch. But then <laughs> yeah, no, next he, second he's got them back on again. He, what happened, Ken, is he, he jumped out of them to jump over and they carried on going underneath the car and then he jumped back into them <laughs> when he landed. Oh, that would be brilliant. I, yeah, <laughs> Should have done that, that slow they? motion. Yeah, that would have been brilliant. Um, he gives the purse back anyway. He beats the... I mean, he looks fucking unsteady on his feet when he's fighting here, doesn't he? <laughs> well, he's cornered. <laughs> he gets cornered by all of them. So it's, <laughs> I don't really know what the point of what he's doing is because they, they surround him and they've got a gun pointed right in his face. But what they didn't expect was an egg attack. <laughs> he's got eggs. <laughs> <laughs> and he knows how to use them. <laughs> he does. Because <laughs> he throws them like, sort of just in the air a bit. And all of them, they've got powder. They've got powder in the eggs, you see, and they all go ah, their eyes. Ah, and... a powdered egg. <laughs> yeah, it's got like a creme brulee. <laughs> and uh, then he just uh, cuts all their throats in one go, With and they all die. Yeah. <laughs> and they all die immediately. Yeah, because they're all circled in very tightly. This yeah. isn't. A, this is the first example of many of someone pointing a gun at the ninja and not firing at him. Yeah, there's an awful lot of gun play, isn't there? Whereas ninjas never have guns, you so you believe. Mm. Uh, but uh, yeah, there's a lot of close close threats with guns. He actually does say to one of them, uh, "You tell the others, I'm coming for them." And uh, that's that's the end of that yeah, gang. That skates off. Yeah. Do <laughs> <laughs> do do. <laughs> Disco Inferno. <laughs> uh, cut to night time. It's in Times Square. Um, got some street thugs again. Well, there's first of all, there's a headline. Oh, yes. There's a headline in the, da- in the Daily Tribune. Yeah. <laughs> and today's headline is Ninja Saves Tourist Couple. You never guess what the two stories are underneath it. <laughs> Menagerie, dietic food. Yeah, that's how and Johnny's reading it. It's interesting, he says. Or something yeah, he like. does. He says, so interesting. 
And then just walks off, doesn't even buy it, just puts it back. Yeah. <laughs> He's not interested. He's read the menagerie story, hasn't he? Yeah. Bought three papers that day already. <laughs> yeah, a, and the, the thugs that we see here, one's in like like the metal ninja, you know, the metal masks that they <laughs> full, wear. Full kendo outfit. Kendo, that's it, yeah. He's in full kendo attire. What the bloody hell's he doing? He was one of my favourites, because it's like, why are you wearing that? <laughs> yeah. There's one, obviously the cowboy's back, and then we've also got one guy who's dressed in full skiing gear. Complete with woolly hat and gloves. <laughs> Some of them have got face paint on. Some of the black members of the gang have got white face paint on. And then a mask on top. Yeah. Which is like a see-through, it's a transparent mask. It's like, what? What's, what are you doing? <laughs> Who, who's there? Who, who's at the back? Who's running this gang saying, oh, you look a bit stupid, to be honest. Yeah, why, why are we all dressed like idiots? <laughs> yeah, why don't we just not do this? Why don't we just stay in tonight as well? Anyone <laughs> want to watch a film? Yeah. <laughs> The theatre's behind us. Yeah. You know what's on at the theatre? What was it? Ninja 3, The Domination. <laughs> Get a nice glimpse of that. We've got the news camera crew. So you've got John, you've got Randy, and you've got Jack, Jack the cameraman. Yeah. They're just cruising around looking for trouble, looking for the ninja. Yeah. He says that they look like they're up to no good. Let's follow them. And if you have a look, John, is uh, he's got a little red comb for his hair in his pocket that's <laughs> visible. I saw that and I thought... What's that? And I looked, so I thought, oh, it's his little comb for his hair, look. <laughs> <laughs> he's the sound technician, of course, so, you know, he's not on camera. But uh, just in case he thinks, my oh, hair's a bit of a mess, isn't it? A quick brush through there. Maybe he's the one that combs uh, Randy's bu- uh, wig. wig. <laughs> Bush. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is the 80s. I'm not sure who's doing that. Jack, I think. Well, it's, he wants it's to. Jack or John. I mean, I'm not sure. So I think it's the boss later on. Yeah. The boss who owns that bloody helicopter. We got a glowing green lunchbox next. It's Elton John, and he's really enjoying this lunch. <laughs> I didn't even know who this was. Did you not? No. It's Elton John with his sunglasses <laughs> off. Yeah, you take your glasses off. It's totally different. Yeah. It looks a totally different guy. It says a uh, delicate unit. It says on the Ken's films. <laughs> it says on the box. <laughs> Um, it gives him stigmata. <laughs> yeah, and his hand melts. And then we see that his face is also melting. Yeah, the incredible melting man. And he's just kind of going... So fucking doing, goofy. Doing that noise for ages in his like, wide eyes. And you think, what the fucking hell's this now? Yeah. What's going on? Where's the street gangs gone? Yeah. Where's the ninja? Where's the news crew? Who the fuck's this and why is he melting? You know, it's <laughs> questions I had. I had questions. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it might be, you know, we spoke about masturbation way too much in the last episode, but it kind of looks like he is. That's what I thought he was doing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um, Masturbating into his lunchbox like <laughs> some horny fucking kid. <laughs> <laughs> Little insight into Dom's childhood there. <laughs> <laughs> I, of course, masturbated into other people's lunchboxes. You know, I'm not an animal. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> Yeah, that was at work. At work, well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, cut back to the camera crew. Yeah, it's the uh, next day now. It's the day. I don't know if they've been following this gang all night and they've done nothing at all, so we haven't seen them. So suddenly it's day. And they're all like, oh, what a night. Oh my God, I'm so tired. Oh, yes. And one was talking about like. I still don't know who that fucking guy was. Honestly, I still didn't know who he was. Yeah. I've got no clue. I didn't look up the credit. I didn't know he was called the Plutonium Killer, because there's not fucking one in it yet, is there? No. It's been half an hour. 
Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I still didn't know who that was. And I was just like, oh, right, it's the next day, is it? So what, what's happened then? Nothing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just been driving around. They've just been walking solidly all night. Well, they had a gang. hell of a night by the, like the, the, as Ken was saying, like the, you know, the background voices. <laughs> and uh, they just start attacking a couple of women. Well, um, John, John ducks out for a bit of food. Yeah. He's nipping out. He's, he's leaving in a true Superman moment where he just leaves at the right time so he can ninja up. Where does he keep his uh, ninja attire when he's not wearing it? <laughs> I'll tell you where I kept mine once. Uh, when I was going out, uh, I was going out on Father's Day, it was with my son, <laughs> to the pub, and I was wearing my ninja outfit, uh, just the just the top. And not what? Yeah, not not with the hood and the face mask. It's it's all separate. Well, so, wait, were you wearing trousers? Well, yes, but I'm not wearing my ninja trousers because oh, they were very very thin. Sorry, very thin. <laughs> <laughs> Went out with your son on Father's Everybody's Day. stealth assassins who walk around without trousers on. Everyone will notice you. Yeah, so um, obviously you don't wear white ones either because uh, it's a bit noticeable as well. But or roller skates. Yeah, but still. Uh, yeah, so I, I wore the, the top, the ninja top, and um, when when we were seated, I took it off, uh, quickly lifted the hood, wrapped the uh, face mask around myself, and took a photograph of myself drinking in the pub with my son. Did you wait until your son was away and then came back and then you're in ninja outfit? No. No, I just did it. He was <laughs> just watching me thinking, what are you doing? He was only young, only very young. Wasn't there an occasion once when your partner at the time uh, came home from work and you were just sitting in your house in full ninja attire and she didn't even say anything? Yeah, she just walked straight past me, <laughs> went into the kitchen. I think it was more because of the stealth. She didn't even notice. <laughs> also, once uh, I was uh, hidden under the sofa, <laughs> dressed as a ninja. <laughs> she walked past. <laughs> yeah, I think she walked past about three times. But I was thinking, this is brilliant. She hasn't got a clue where I am. And then she just sat down. She's like, are "You going to go up, or are you stay in there for?" A... <laughs> yeah, stealth. <laughs> the yes. supreme ninja can be wild. <laughs> Yeah, but, I mean, I don't know if he's already wearing some of it. You'd think not, because his is like a proper, like, gi cloth, isn't it? Mine was uh, off eBay for about nine quid. Um, also, just whilst we're on the on you wearing a ninja, weren't you, didn't you... Should we say this story now, or should we save it where you went to work <laughs> with the security cameras? Because Ken used to have a job as a... Um, Security guard, weren't you? Yes, Overnight I was. security guard. Yeah, I was, yeah. You would hand over to another one, and Ken said to to I think there was an intruder, or was was he on shift with you at the time? <laughs> no, no, no. I, I was handed over. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was the the sarge. This, yeah, uh, his friend the sarge, and uh, he said, oh, "Before you go, I saw, swear I saw an intruder. Just have a look at this on the." And what Ken had done is he'd taken his ninja <laughs> costume to work with him, <laughs> put it on, got a like a plastic sword or whatever. Out. No, it was a real one. I've got a real one. Oh, yeah. a real katana <laughs> with him to work and played the Sarge video from uh, the security cameras of him stealthily walking around the warehouse with his katana raised. Ninja sidestep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, I didn't delete that footage because I didn't know how to either. So I, I did have a big gap in their timeline, so I just left it. And I was thinking, I hope nothing else will happen that night. <laughs> and I have to review the footage. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a ninja stalking around the warehouse. Yeah. 
Great days. It's alive. It's alive. It's alive. The thugs are attacking a, a couple of women. As well, these two women. Why the hell would you be walking around that neighbourhood yeah. at all? Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm not, not doing the uh, blame the victim stuff or anything like that in case uh, I get cancelled. But um, but luckily for them, the New York Ninja's here to save the day. Yeah, it's... um. And th- this is the, the example I was telling you about. These guys have got very flimsy, almost like fence panels that are shaved into like a wooden stake like they're going fucking vampire yeah, hunting. Yeah, it's, it's just stuff they found, isn't it, in an alleyway or something. But um, Randy actually shouts, oh no, someone help. Even though there's two of them, they could perhaps help. But they're not <laughs> doing it, they're just sitting there watching and filming it. So, yeah, but thankfully, the ninja like just does some crazy somersaults and flips into view. Yeah. Which would be quicker just to have run. My favourite bit there is there's a guy in a red beanie hat. He starts flipping the vampire like stake around and drops it. <laughs> yeah, just can't. He doesn't even catch it. Yeah. Does it? I thought that was well covered because then they both look at it, don't they? And as he looks down, he gets kicked in the face. He goes and to I, pick it up. <laughs> yeah. And I, I thought, okay, I'm not sure if it was intended at all, but probably not, to be honest. No. Yeah. I think he just couldn't do it. Yeah. So he just kicks him in the face instead. Uh, the cowboy gets beaten up with one leg. Like the ninja just got his leg raised and takes him out like three or four times with yeah. one leg. Which again shows that he's good. He's got the balance. He's got the ability. But it's just also ridiculous yeah, to watch. Just looks shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, he also gets the another egg. Yeah. The egg powder to the cowboy's face. The cowboy reacts like he's been blinded, but he's got sunglasses on. Yeah. And the powder is like obviously because it's powder. Uh, it doesn't really go into the faces of many people at all because it blows away as soon as it comes out of the egg. <laughs> but still, everyone reacts like it's just like permanently blinded them. Yeah. We get a jumping V kick as well, which couldn't look more shit and choreographed <laughs> if they tried. It's like, you know, when like wrestlers do like three or four man spots in the corner that take forever. It's like that. Like one guy holds him, then the other guy, then the ninja's just standing there. Then they've got to wait for the other guy to come round like the back and grab him. Then he jumps up and kicks them with his two feet and fuck me, it's shit. <laughs> I kind of feel sorry for these thugs. They're just using like flimsy wood and just like, they're like homeless people that are just getting beaten up by this ninja. <laughs> then the guy in the full kendo suit, he, it's his turn. <laughs> <laughs> he's like a Power Rangers villain because he can't speak. So he's doing loads of hand gestures yeah. and like moving his head. And um, inexplicably, the ninja decides to punch him in the face. Yeah. Even though he's wearing the metal grill face cover. So he punches him twice in the face, which seems to hurt the other guy. I don't know how. And then he throws an egg at him. <laughs> <laughs> and then he kicks him in the face. And you think, you broke both your hands and your foot. Why? You know, <laughs> maybe that's why he's dressed like that. Yeah. Obviously, he's got no peripheral vision. Can't see shit anyway. So Yeah. And yeah. it's fucking New York in the summer, so sweltering hot. <laughs> I just really liked him. He's just certainly committed. To his outfit. <laughs> as useless as it is. Yeah, he does the tiny meerkat hands uh, like stance that he's got going on there, the New York ninja. And uh, Randy says, did you see that? Incredible. Where did he come from? And then Jack says, where did he go? And like, you don't see, like, this is all off screen because it's just, we're just looking at the camera crew. It's like, and then, where did uh, he go? And then Cotton Eye Joe comes in. <laughs> <laughs> where did he come from? Where did he go? Where did he come from? Cotton Eye Joe. <laughs> And then they just all do a little dance, a little hoedown, uh, which is beautiful. That's better choreography than any of the fights you've just seen. Yeah. Cue the comedy slapstick music, and John turns back up. He's like, hey, did I miss anything? 
<laughs> this is fucking terrible. I don't know if this was the dubbing, but I'm pretty sure it wasn't. The dubbing didn't help. No. Yeah. It just got Jack's like, yes. Yeah, they both the both reporters <laughs> look at each other and then in unison go, yeah. Yes, you did. And then he uh, John sort of like shrugs and mumbles his shoulders and then like walks away doing the like so, To be honest, I know Don the Don Wilson did the voice, but I actually thought that is exactly how he would oh, have yeah, looked yeah. if he'd have also been trying to do the Yeah. Yeah. And I thought that was weird. I always thought that was I've watched it a couple of times and both times I thought, No, that's that's no, no, that's just too natural. <laughs> yeah. He's like doing like the hot under the collar, like, you know, pulling at his yeah. uh, shirt. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, God. And then exit stage left, like gets away from there. Uh, next scene is some sort of torture chamber for of women uh, <laughs> where's this now we're in like the bad guy's lair aren't we yeah. all these women are chained up just like in their underwear and stuff <laughs> I don't know not all of them are in underwear some of them just I don't know what they're wearing some of them yeah and uh, from what I could see because later on you kind of see them get taken to it it's like in the middle of like Central Park yeah, yeah we and to be honest, I think they move these women far too often. Yeah. It's not necessary, is it? Once, no. once you've got them hidden away in a lair, keep them there. That's that's what a lair is. That's, that's where you keep everything. You don't just keep wandering about, going backwards and forwards from it. Yeah. This is Freddie Cufflinks, and you can tell, you can just tell this guy's a theatre actor because everything he does is so exaggerated. Gets his gun out, laughs maniacally, and then he uh, he spins, and as he spins, he takes a knee for the like to the next girl, like he's doing a fucking dance routine. I put it reminds me of the dance teacher in South Park. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, he doesn't start slapping everyone. <laughs> I believe he did escalate. So. <laughs> I slap you. I slap you again. <laughs> Uh, cut again to the thugs in the street. Yeah, that was a pointless excursion, wasn't it, yeah, to see that? It was, it was just to remind us that people are being abducted, I'm guessing, yeah. because, you know, in case you forgot. Cut, yeah, we're cutting to the streets. One of them looks like macho man Randy Savage cosplaying as a Middle Eastern terrorist. <laughs> They've all got, like, tea towels on their head that have, like, electrical taped on. They walk past the car. One of them says, hey, look at this piece of shit. <laughs> So they decide, why not? Let's let's smash this car to pieces for no reason, seeing as it's here. Yeah. And they all say, yeah, okay, then let's do that. So they do. They just smash this car to pieces in the middle of the street, middle of the day. Um, they, they, they smash all the windows. They smash the lights. The they, bonnet. Yeah, they just jump in on top of the roof. And, uh, you know, and who, who comes along? It's bloody Jack. It's Jack and Randy, the reporters. I don't know where John's gone again. He's fucked off for a bit. Gone for a shit. <laughs> well, uh, au contraire. <laughs> Once again, nobody has a shit in this film. Okay. Okay. Don't don't question me on my stats. <laughs> yeah, he, he's not there, but it's just like, uh, look, what are they doing now? And he's filming them. And only when they've turned the car over does Randy say, hey, Jack, that's your car. <laughs> And then he shouts, huh? hey, hey, stop that. That's my car. And I thought, why are, they, why are you doing, what's the point of telling them to stop doing it? They've just turned the car over. If they do stop doing it, what are you going to do? Go home in it. You're not going to drive home in it. Oh, yeah, they've just smashed it to pieces and flipped it. But still, yeah, he goes over and they start a needless fight where they go, oh, look, there's some more people we can attack. Just drawn attention to themselves like idiots, and they just push Jack over like he's a child, and they're just trying to abduct the uh, Randy. 
The, the Randy. The, yeah, the Randy Reporter. The Randy Reporter. <laughs> the roving Randy Reporter. Um, what's the camera plugged into? Because there's a wire, isn't there, that's leading off from him. <laughs> he's in the middle of the fucking street. Um, you see the cable as he's right running why, up the street. It's why just are they taking the sound him. technician? Because <laughs> it's like an inbuilt microphone. What's he doing? <laughs> there's no reason for him to have been there at all. He's not going to boom mic or anything, has he? He's combing Randy's bush. <laughs> Fair play. Throwing star to the neck. Um, before before she gets captured, she does knock some bins over while she's running, and uh, the hoodlums deliberately fall over those bins more than once, and it's very very over. One of them just dives over it like he's at the bloody Guns and Roses wedding cake video <laughs> for November rain. He just dives straight over it onto the floor, <laughs> and he's just like just jump it or just go round it. It's only a small bin. You're a grown man. Yeah, and the other one just like just falls over about eight times. <laughs> I like, slapstick. I like that analogy because it's so like specific, but like when you think of the the November rain video, that is what you think of that <laughs> bit where the guy just in it, just randomly jumps just through the wedding cake. Runs through his wedding cake. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's raining. Oh no! We're <laughs> all gonna die. <laughs> it's mental. Um, yeah, so ninja throwing star to the neck. Uh, this is where we find out that he's engraved all of his throwing stars <laughs> to say the words New York Ninja. Yeah, he's, he's thorough and elaborate. But uh, it gets respect from Randy. Randy lo- reads it and she says it out loud. New York Ninja? That's it. She kind of said, puts a question on it, even though she's just reading it. There's no question mark on the shuriken. That would be ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, it should have been an exclamation mark. <laughs> Take it back to the engravers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, got... Do you know if they'd have traced that engraver, they'd have found out who it was immediately. Yeah, that's one for the police. Yeah, same guy who engraved his dart trophy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we cut to uh, Jack. He's he's being he's on the top of a roof. There's a guy that's just sitting up in like the water tower of the, <laughs> yeah. and he's just, yeah waiting, waiting, and he's there like, hey, let's throw his ass off the building and see if he can fly. <laughs> Yeah, and they all go, whoa. Because behind this guy, who's inexplicably up a water tower on top of a roof of a building, is a ninja. (laughs) He's He's even higher up the water tower. What this is like, Ken, isn't this true? It's it's a bit like the Tim Burton Batman film. You know, when Batman just appears behind them at the the beginning there. (laughs) Just like that. It's exactly like that, yeah. Except instead of Batman, it's some guy in a beige ninja costume. (laughs) Cream. Walnut. With an egg. (laughs) (laughs) With a couple of eggs in his hand. And we don't mean his testicles. The most fearsome of all sights. (laughs) He ends up just slapping this man on the side of the head, like on his ears, basically. He he falls over. He discombobulates him. (laughs) He does. He says that as he falls. I'm discombobulated. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, and he falls off it, and then a couple of of powdered eggs to the face. Then, then... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's worst case scenario in street gang fighting <laughs> yeah so he, he's on the floor um, he's got a gun the ninja actually pulls a gun now, I mentioned that they don't have guns but he's got one I don't know where he's got it from but he pulls a gun only to be uh, immediately have a gun pulled on him by a man wearing very, very small fluorescent swimming goggles. He's wearing... Or sunbed glasses. I was going to say, he's wearing the little tanning goggles, Are they? isn't he? Oh, yeah. I, wasn't, I wasn't sure what they were, because I thought, oh, they've got holes in them. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to keep the water out of them. Yeah, the little little tanning goggles that you wear when you go on the sunbeds at a shop. What the fuck's he wearing them for? 
<laughs> it's just another gang member. That does absolutely nothing except just blight your your eyesight. Yeah. Like you can't see anything except for little like Smarties tube. See what he could see. Ninja with a gun. Yeah. Because he's disarmed him immediately. Yeah. Um, Jack is uh, now just getting his camera back out after just that second being rescued. He's still there. Gets his camera back out. Starts recording again. Yeah, I like there's a I like when when they're fighting because he allow even though he's got a gun pointing at his face, this guy allows the ninja to beat up all of his mates. Yeah, because he just runs off, doesn't he? Yeah, and instead of shooting him like about the eighth time, he could have just been shot dead. This ninja, uh, he just runs to the corner of a building. They all surround him again and wait for him to beat them up. Yeah. Which There's, he duly does. My favourite bit there is there's the one guy who tries to throw his knife to a mate of his, even though they're like a <laughs> foot away. They're as close as me and Ken are to each other now, just across a table's <laughs> length. He tries throwing it to him really slowly. He's like, hey, catch this. And the ninja just catches it, and you just see him go, shit. <laughs> <laughs> he just stabs him with it. <laughs> Fucking ridiculous, that is. The cameraman, he speaks to his boss afterwards in the car. His boss has somehow turned up with, with Randy in the back there. Yeah, they see, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, because he's just like, I don't know if you've seen Randy. He says, uh, you better believe I have. And she's just asleep in the back of his car. He yeah. was also going to just drive off, wasn't he? The boss. Yeah. He was going to ignore Jack, who's following him. <laughs> he's like, his fucking reporter. He's like, his cameraman and everything. He was just going to be like, piss off, Jack. Yeah. Fucking idiot. And we get another New York ninja when he looks at the um, the throwing star. That yeah, yeah. Him. He's got footage and he says, that's nothing because uh, I've got this. <laughs> he's just like, yeah, New York ninja. Yeah. He says, I love, I heart New York ninja. Yeah, that's a T-shirt, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's got I a want, T-shirt for t-shirt. him. I think you can probably get it by now. Vinegar Syndrome, if you're there, get some, please get some licensed merch. Yeah. Yeah, I Heart NY Ninja. And it's a beautiful T-shirt. He says, there you go, Jack, you can have this one. And I thought, that ain't going to fit him, is it? It's a small <laughs> child's shirt that you've given yeah. him. It looked like Ross in Friends, where he puts Frankie says relax. <laughs> yeah. That's a reference there, in case you watch that. Still. <laughs> Fucking grow up. Yeah. <laughs> it's nearly as old as this film. <laughs> yeah, the boss, he takes the reporter home, leaves leaves Jack. Or oh, does he get in? Jack, he leaves him, doesn't he? Uh, no, he doesn't bloody give Jack a lift no, home. He's, he's giving Randy a lift home, yeah. the dirt, dirty boy. Whoa! Whoa! Wait! Hey, I got more footage of the ninja here. You gotta see it. I got something better. <sighs> New York Ninja? Where'd you get this? Mm. Uh, Randy! Uh, Thank God you're all right. Look at this. We're going live with this. <laughs> you can have that one for yourself. Hey, where are you going? Home! Uh, there's another newspaper. Yep, that one, John, again. Yep, newspaper headline. It says, NY Ninja strikes again. You'll never guess what the other two stories on that front page are. <laughs> yeah, dietetic food and uh, menagerie. Exactly the same. I mean, did they really think that I wouldn't be sat there watching this, <laughs> reading all of this and writing yeah, it so down? They weren't prepared for the bad movie cult. <laughs> That's one for you. Whoever it was, was it Spielman? Spieler. Curtis Spieler, yes. Always be aware. <laughs> uh, we cut to little Richard slapping the shit out of a kid. <laughs> Same yeah. kid from um, earlier. Actually, uh, Elton John does buy this one, by the way. He buys this newspaper. He well, gives them money. money he passes the money over for that as well. Yeah. Yeah. 
it's nice of him. Yeah, because I thought he was just going to walk off because I was, I was the first time he didn't pay, but then he didn't actually take the paper either. Yeah. So I was thinking, okay, fair enough. But I thought he could just walk off. I never understood those things. You just leave, wouldn't you? Yeah. But then again, if you're going to shoplift something, why would it be a newspaper? Yeah, fifteen cents. <laughs> Yeah, it's the same kid from earlier anyway that Little Richard's beating up and uh, still owes him money. We've got three guys just start kicking the kicking the child to the floor and just laying into him. Luckily, I don't know how, I don't know why, but the New York Ninja's there. He's on the roof He's of on... a shed. Now, this bit, I was actually going to go and pick my son up at this point, so I was about to pause it, but I was trying to pause it in a moment where I, it wouldn't be, like, be in the middle of something. So I paused it at this point while he's on the roof. And the, he's looking at us. He's looking at the camera, the ninja, <laughs> as though he's waiting for a, a sign Action. to jump. Yeah. Jump off the roof now. Yeah. And honestly, he is. He's looking at the camera whilst he's on the roof, but he's a, quite, he's a fair distance away. I had to get quite close to the TV to make sure he was doing it. Took a photo, looked shit. Uh, never bothered publishing it like that. But yeah, <laughs> he's looking at the camera. That's just one thing that I noticed in this particular segment. Yeah, I noticed that there was a ninja on the roof, and he jumps down, <laughs> jumps off the roof, and finally, I don't know how far long into it he we are. He does some flips. Yeah, he starts backflipping away, and finally, I don't know how far we are into the film. I can tell you. Go on. We're 41 minutes in. 41 minutes in, finally, someone shoots him. He's backflipping away. Someone shoots him mid-cartwheel, and he lands on the grass. The kid tries running away, and then the fucking kid gets shot <laughs> i really enjoyed that i bit. was surprised by that but the child gets shot as well yeah falls over the the prone body of the ninja and at this point i paused it again and do you know what i saw this time there's a member of the crew in the bush near him <laughs> stood, <laughs> stood on the left hand side he's like curly hair glasses <laughs> and i think it's just the cameraman from the previous scene where they're beating the kid up yeah yeah and it's just them just standing there and they just look at the camera and then just look back again at the in the bush <laughs> yeah member of the crew brilliant so you know we said we don't know who the crew members are or anything like that in the actual credits but whoever that was is actually also in the film so well done to them brilliant turns out the ninja's been shot in the chest i don't know how he's up and walking around uh, and then uh, piano. Yeah, the, the, the cops turn up, which is why the gang don't go over and uh, just finish the job. Yeah. So we get a, a nice little piano playing as we cut to both the ninja and the child topless oiled up in the ninja's bed. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a, I don't really like this scene. No. no. It's very odd, isn't it? The ninja's removing the bullet from his chest. Um, I don't know if there's any hint of a maybe a broken... Um, rib or collapsed lung or something from being shot in the chest. No, he's just okay. He just puts it out with a with his throwing star. It's not a throwing star, it's like a ninja blade that you put between your fingers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He uses that and just pull, like pokes about a bit and pulls a bullet out and he's fine then. Does the same with the kid. And the kid wakes up and says, Hey, are you really the ninja? Will you be my friend? And the ninja's like, Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have you seen as well that even though they're both on the bed, um, also on the bed are loads of swords and shit. And you think, well, why don't you just move them? You have more room if you just put them somewhere else. Yeah. Why are they on your bed? You've got a you've got a wounded child there. Make some room for him. But no, I forget that. Yeah, he gives the kid a little necklace with a tiny. He's got some merch, of course. A little necklace with a th- little throwing star on it. Yeah, there you go. 
several weeks later pops up on the screen. Yep. So it's ninja fever spreading through the city. That's what we hear on the radio. This is another horrifically aged scene here. It's the kid, and he's uh, he's fishing. Um, <laughs> this is a horrible scene. And yeah, Ab- the, the, the news rate, the uh, news on the radio uh, tells us about ninja, tells us about abductions, tells us about a plutonium killer. Uh, just basically summing up stuff that we've seen, apart from the plutonium killer, which I still didn't fucking understand <laughs> at this yeah. point. But yeah, and then uh, then they go fishing in arguably the worst scene of the entire film for me. I mean, this is still New York, right? So is this just like? The, the the river in New York, like it's, they're, not, they're hardly like away for the week, are they? No, it must be. <laughs> and out out pops uh, John, and he's in very very tiny red speedo. Yeah, he's the most. Yeah, they are tiny little trunks. Aren't yeah, they? and he's catching a fish with a pool cue. <laughs> I think. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure what they were either. It's like about six sticks just in his hand. Yeah, he's um he's not a big man, is he? To be honest, John, he's he's not built. He's not he's not you know he's not a muscular fella. We're talking about his dick <laughs> and his speedo. I was like, oh, but no, you're right. He isn't. No, I'm not talking about that. No, but you get the, the difference. Where you get like, you know what, Ken? I'm sick and tired of hearing you talk about ninjas' dicks all the time. <laughs> Wait till the pitch. <laughs> Yeah, he's 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 not uh, he's not an overly muscular guy. You know, if, like, uh, Schwarzenegger rose to the uh, shore in Commando, and he's wearing the little speedo trunks and everything. You just think, just fucking size of that guy. Yeah, it's not quite the same, is it? This no. Plus, it's also absolutely awful weather by the look of it. And that's what I mean. Like they're in the middle of New York City. Why is he in a fucking speedo? <laughs> just in the river in New York, which no one would even swim in. Never mind catch a fucking fish. In. Yeah, but still, he he does manage to catch one, and it's a little tiny fish. And the joke is that the kids bought a, uh, caught a bigger fish using a fishing rod, you know, because he's not living in feudal Japan. Yeah. <laughs> it's like this guy apparently is. And also, they're right on the the shoreline here, right on the beach. So again, like like uh, when we watched Bird Demic, we pointed out that I don't think you can catch fish that big right on the fucking beach. Like they don't just wash up onto the beach, do they fish? I don't know, it depends on the pollution. I mean, I'm hoping it's Halloween as well, because we cut to like the middle of the city and everyone's just dressed up. But I get, but having said that, everyone's dressed up normally anyway, aren't they? In, yeah, I, I think it is. I've, I've put Halloween down, yeah. I think I think so. We see Elton John, he's in a clown mask, and you can actually tell that he has his massive sunglasses on underneath his clown mask that he's wearing. <laughs> it's the same clown mask that the kid wants. So John buys him it. Yeah. He buys him the clown mask. And um, they actually go up to Elton John, don't they? Yeah, whilst he's in the middle of hypnotizing this uh, woman that he's he's met, yeah, he just says, "Oh, like she bumps into him." He says, "Oh, uh, did you drop this?" And it's like a little amulet, and he starts hypnotizing her with it. Yeah, you, no, that's never mentioned that the that he has any kind of. No, I, I don't really get that bit either. <laughs> to be yeah. honest, John and the kid go up to him and tell him that they like his mask, and then they walk off. He carries on hypnotising her, and I'm going to leave it to Kenby Wilde to describe this next scene in the car. This is tits. Big Cleavage. Fl- big floppy tits, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's about the size of that one. Yeah, just flapping away. Yeah. Flapping at the camera. Just like almost smacking the camera. Always knock, knock me off my seat. Yeah, knock yeah. your glasses off your face. <laughs> There's moaning. I have to turn the sound down. 
I turned it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, yeah, he's having some sex with a hypnotized lady. Is he having sex? I believe he is. Is he? Is that why he's pulling that face? Yeah, right. it's, it's the same face that he pulled earlier with his uh, plutonium hand melt. But his hands are—he's—they're off again. His hands. That's why I thought he, he was just doing the the lunchbox wank there. I didn't yeah. realize he was. And on this on this occasion, I believe she's um, in flagrante. Yeah, yeah, she's she's riding. <laughs> and then he burns her with his little with his melty hands on her back. Yeah, and uh, that just kills her outright. That kills, and then strangles her with a necklace. Doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, she's dead. And uh, then he finishes himself. That that finishes him off. That kill, choking her, you know. He's tired out now, isn't he? Yeah, he goes to sleep. They both go to well, she's dead, but he, he goes to sleep. And uh, he ends up waking up the next morning. They got some thugs that are attacking the car. And uh, he uses his little pen to shoot the guy in the eyes. Yeah, that'll he's, teach him. He's wearing the clown mask as well, you see this like guy. And he's trying to steal money off Elton John. And you, you never do that because, uh, you know, Elton John's deadly. And he uses the pen, shoots him. Yeah, I thought he killed him, but he doesn't. Another one turns up. He wants the necklace off the woman. And this is when Elijah Wood, the chauffeur, turns yeah, up. Yeah, he turns back up. I don't know where he's been no. during the uh, the previous scenes. And beats this guy and another guy up with a cane. Mm, nice, nice scene. But again, he just looks ridiculous. He's a very odd-looking bloke. Yeah. Never got over the bloke, the way he looks. Did you drop this? No, I don't think so. Look very closely at it. Oh? I like your mask. <laughs> Happy Halloween. Huh? <sighs> Look closely. Watch it swing back and forth. Listen to my voice and go to sleep. <laughs> Cut to Lieutenant, what's his name? Jimmy. No, Detective Jimmy. Yeah. Detective Jimmy. He's, he's at the crime scene. Uh, this woman is now in a bin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not covered up or anything. No. <laughs> just in a bin and they're like, all stood looking at her. <laughs> just like her arse is stuck in the bin and her legs and her arms and head like, are all just sticking out. You know, like if, like if you didn't notice that both toilet seats were up and sat down. That, yeah. That's how it appears, yeah, with you just... <laughs> <laughs> you just fall about 30 feet. Yeah. Uh, the police, uh, I can't remember what the hell they say. It's like, oh, this is the plutonium killer or whatever. He struck again. Yeah, it's like, we're going we're gonna to get uh, autopsy on the body just to confirm or whatever. And as he walks off, he says, you know, get her to the mortuary. The police lift her up, including the bin, move her about a foot, put her back down, and they all walk off and just leave her in the scene. <laughs> uh, Detective Jimmy. Is also sporting a fantastic leather coat. Oh at yeah, this brilliant! Point. Not, a, not a jacket. It's a long coat. Brilliant. Looks fantastic. He does. Mm. There's a news headline: Plutonium killer strikes again. Yeah, that's you reading the paper, isn't it? Old Kenby Wilds yeah. back. He's got another meeting with Elton John. You know the stories I've missed on that page. No. Menagerie, dietetic food, it's exactly the same again. Uh, Ken's not happy because he's it's taking too long and uh, all the exposure that the killers the killings are getting. Time is precious. 
Yes. This is what I say. Yeah. And he says that if Elton John can't do it in time, they'll he'll have to do it his way. Uh, we've got Jimmy again. He's back. Burgundy hat. Like a, <laughs> inexplicably wearing a burgundy hat. <laughs> yeah, and he's, he's brought his partner along. Janice. Janice. Cynthia Rothrock voices yes. Janice. Yes, she does, yeah. Janice is deep undercover wearing a I Love New York Ninja t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, you don't get much more undercover than that. For some reason, uh, Jimmy seems to think the New York Ninja is responsible for the deaths of these women. That's odd, isn't it? It is, yeah, because if you remember the news reports saying New York Ninja saves everybody, <laughs> saves the world, and everyone loves the New York Ninja. So that would be a hell of a twist, wouldn't it? Yeah, but for some reason he thinks that. We meet the mayor who's in uh, some comfortable jeans and uh, dad trainers, uh, but then also suit on top, so he knew he was only going to be shot from the waist <laughs> up for this Working interview. from home kind of thing, isn't <laughs> it? Yeah. yeah, it's the mayor. He's telling us they're doing all they can about the the deaths and that the New York Ninja, as far as they're concerned, is a vigilante. Mayor Lewis, can you talk about how the city is handling the New York Ninja? As you know, Randy, the public opinion on the New York Ninja is split. Some see him as a hero, while others, such as the police, see him merely as a vigilante. We can't just let a masked individual roam the streets of our city, even if he is trying to protect people. And what do you have to say about the recent murders and abductions of young women? My office has been working diligently with the police to solve these horrific crimes, and I'd like to remind the people that we are strong on crime, and together we have the power. That gives us all hope. This is Randy Rydell reporting for Channel 6 News. Uh, little does he know that the ninja is the sound guy during this report. He's sitting there, he's kneeling right... I don't know why he's kneeling down, but he's kneeling right next to Jack the cameraman. What are you still doing there? He's no sound engineer jobs at all. There's no duties here. And the balls on these thugs that turn up, they've attacked the mayor and the reporter right there in the middle of the street in broad daylight. I can't believe it. No, well, that's the audacity of these uh, gang members right now. They've gone in... They've, uh, it's live. Is it live on TV? Yes. Yeah. Live. <laughs> live TV, they've done it. They're trying to abduct Randy. Not the mayor, they just punch him in the face. And it's uh, it's Freddy Cufflinks. Yep. That's what happens, though. Um, li- the little kid that um, the New York Ninja, like the New York Ninja's boyfriend, he sees that this is happening at the, the local park that's like right next to it. And he says, hey, come on, guys, let's get dressed or whatever. Like, let's get dressed up. Oh, let's get dressed. <laughs> and they all... Not that kind of park. And as they're leaving with, uh, like, John and Jack and Randy all held hostage, these kids appear out of nowhere, dressed as all dressed as ninjas. They're throwing sand at uh, yep. Freddy and his gang. Yeah. Uh, and the gang actually do get beaten up by ten year olds. Yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah, they get repelled, don't they? And they all they all cheer and, and, and run around them as as the as the, the reporters run away. Yeah, everyone seems okay about that. That's a fucking mental scene that Yeah, is. It, it's one of those, isn't it? Showing that the community's behind the ninja. That's what that's all about. The kids. That's, that's literally all that that's all about. We've got shots of Elton John and he's got his candle in the wind who is him here. <laughs> yeah, he's just having another wank, isn't he? He is. Is that what that song's about? It's not about Marilyn Monroe, it's about Elton John. Yeah. No, she was an attractive lady, and he was confused. <laughs> He's not happy at the report on the TV, though. It distracts him from his, his masturbation time, and uh, it's the report of the ninja on TV. I don't know what the hell they're talking about. I was too just stunned by a, a gang of fully grown men being attacked and beaten up by 10-year-olds. But 
And then I think then he just does lots of fucking stupid faces, don't he? Basically, out and John while yeah, he's watching yeah. the TV. He does, and Michael Berryman doing the voice just really—I don't know, I don't know. It's just reading it. I just imagine what he was fucking doing when he was reading, it. <laughs> <laughs> just reading the noises and stuff. Oh, oh. <gasps> Channel Six's own Randy Rydell was attacked earlier today. A group of armed assailants assaulted Miss Rydell while she was interviewing the mayor. Luckily, a group of children dressed like the New York Ninja foiled the attack. There's no word on whether this attack has any connection to the recent kidnapping, but it's safe to say that Ninja fever continues to spread throughout the city. Stay tuned for the weather, followed by sports. Jack and Randy decide to go for a jog together. Yeah. There's just been an abduction attempt, but let's go for a jog through the city of New York. Yeah, we're not in danger. Uh, he asks if uh, if she wants to have a shower together, and uh, she kicks him and says, get the fuck out of my face. And then he runs off, he's carrying on his jog, she's done. And uh, he's actually being watched by Elton John, as we so all often are without realising it. Elton John and Elijah Wood. Yeah. Yeah, the stalkers. They follow him in the car as, as, as he's on his run, and again, more poison darts from the pen. Yeah, tranquilizer. Tranquilizer dart on Jack, just takes him down. Yeah, another quick scene as well where Janice is just abducted. Yeah, by yeah. Freddie Cufflinks. <laughs> yeah, she's she's gone. She's out of there. Yeah, it's good good of you to turn up, Janice. You've done no police work whatsoever. You just wear you're wearing the same stuff. I I love NY Ninja. Yeah, you're abducted. She was that deep undercover, she forgot that she was a police officer. She got she forgot <laughs> and to take just her, got abducted immediately. She forgot to take her badge off, which was just pinned to the inside of her jacket. <laughs> It turns out as well, Kemp, the Kemby Wild character is a goddamn Interpol agent. Yeah, yeah I didn't buy any of that. I like, thought it was bullshit. Like how would, he's, he's let women get killed. He's let <laughs> many he keeps, women. He keeps handing over photographs of women he wants killed. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, kind of an Interpol agent's that. Elton John says, here's five women, and, and the Interpol agent says, I want ten women killed. <laughs> How the hell is that police work? Uh, I think he's kidnapped. He, he wants them abducted. I don't. Th- I think he's he's accepting that death is a collateral damage kind of thing. But I think he ideally wants them just kidnapped. Uh, is this scene that this is where it like the whole plot is just dumped over your head like a sack of shit now from Kenby Wild because he's speaking to um, Detective Jimmy and uh, he says, "You've written this down." Yeah. Mm. It turns out Elton John is the plutonium killer and ringleader in the kidnapping of the women. The the uh, do you know what the name of the the gang is? No, Benny and the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> Benny. <laughs> um, it turns out Elton John, Ken. I don't know if you you probably gleaned this from you know just being in his presence, but he's ex CIA. Mm-hmm. He became an international criminal after falling victim to a government experiment involving radiation. Yeah. Plus, his only weakness is light. <laughs> <laughs> Even though he's out in the day all the time, <laughs> a vampire is he? Like gremlins. I was going to say. I mean, to be honest, that's a. I mean, he says only weakness. Like they will never, we'll never get him with any of light. It's yeah. like, that's a massive weakness. Yeah, that's, isn't that's it? A, that's a bigger weakness than anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the only weakness is breathing. So if he does that, we've got him. Uh, anyway, the New York Ninja spots the Benny and the Jets waiting for the reporter outside the TV station. Uh, this is uh, John just uh, in, you know, casual clothes. He's not in his ninja outfit. <laughs> He's just wandering past, isn't he? Yeah. Like Seymour Krelburn in uh, <laughs> Little Shop Horrors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, he notices the cufflink of Freddy Cufflink. He's got his hand out the window. 
and he drops the paper right next to him, right with fucking all the next stealth, to him. With all the stealth of an undercover ninja, he's just right outside his car window. And then to get a good look at the cufflink, his face is, I would say, two inches from the cufflink that his hand's in. I, can't, I, I just couldn't believe how close he was. He's very sneaky. And then uh, Freddie Coughlin says, when you take a picture, it'll last longer. Jackass. Yeah. And then he walks off, and then someone in the back of the car is like, hey, didn't well, we recognize that guy? Have we seen that guy somewhere before? And then they're like, that's the sound guy from the report. And then he goes to a payphone, old John. He rings Randy and tells her to meet him in the park, which is why I suspect the layer is in Central Park. <laughs> In a factory, one of the busiest parks in the world. That's where they're hiding these women. <laughs> <laughs> this shot is absolutely amazing, this shot. Yeah. I laughed out loud what, seeing well, this. Well, she turns up to meet him, but he's not there. So we just don't know where he could be. But wait. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, come on, John, where are you? Where the, could he be, Ken? As the camera pans back. Is he stuck in traffic? Is, is he having sex with a big floppy-titted woman? <laughs> No. No, he's up a tree behind me. And not only that, but the tree has no leaves. Exactly. It's, it's, just, it's just on the actual branches. It's a ninja in beige, just up a fucking tree, right above her. <laughs> That's mental. Well, it's weird because nobody notices him. And then Randy gets abducted again. That's about the fourth time she's been kidnapped or held up. And, you know, she, but right. it, it's not the last time she gets done either. And how does like the gang know like where are all these people are? like the ninja just is like he knows where everyone is at all times like there's there's never any a case of how am i going to find where these people are they just find them with no questions asked and the same thing with this gang they've found this woman in the biggest park in new york city so what they haven't done they haven't successfully followed john no unless that's how they found her just watching they him. just thought oh, where's he gone now i don't know oh well oh look there's that woman yeah well, he's up that tree. You just see him just in his pants, like um, <laughs> he's getting changed. Just like the IT crowd when Moss <laughs> gets changed into his trousers, and it cuts to a woman just looking at him. He's in the the phone booth with his trousers down, like trying to get back into his other trousers. Uh, luckily, though, the ninja wakes up in time. They do pull a gun on him though, and that's literally his. Like as soon as someone pulls a gun, he can't do anything, and they escape again. Let go of me! Shut up! Oh. Look at this pretty face. I'm gonna have fun with this one. <laughs> See you soon, baby. <laughs> Come on, we're walking here. But anyway, enough of that. We cut to John again. He's looking sad. He's decided to go home. <laughs> the reporter's been kidnapped. Yeah, fuck he's it. Oh, well. He's looking sad. He's at the river. Detective Jimmy turns up. He must have known where he was as well. Yeah. He's a detective, so we'll give him that. Yeah. He's putting a gun at John, and John ends up disarming him, and he's got a, his little, little ninja knife pointed at him. He wants to talk to John about the missing women, and he knows who he is, and he thinks he can help him. How the bloody hell did he know John was the ninja? Well, later on, he, he doesn't. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't know. This this bit's very odd. This, this, uh, this is probably one this, of the bits in the, where they rewrote the script and then just, I forget that bit. It's, it's from this bit onwards. Like, it's from As soon as I saw the ninja up the tree, this film now makes no sense until the very end. Because <laughs> he says, like, he thinks she can help him. 
he tells uh, John that he found the guys that killed his wife and that there were there are rules for him as a policeman, but not for the New York Ninja. And they have his partner now. It's like, well, the Ninja already knows that those are the people that killed his wife. He's seen Freddy Cufflink's Cufflink. We've all seen it. He's tasted it. He's eaten it. He's yeah. eaten three of them. John says, that's your job. I want justice. Problem is, you want them alive. I want them dead. <sighs> but he was kind of insinuating uh, yeah, he Jimmy. Was, he, was, he was like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You, you can do that. I can't. Sorted. Yeah. Same page. Nice one. And it turns out Jimmy, uh, Freddy Cufflink's got, got, you know, his bollocks have grown since, and he, he wants extra money from Elton John mm. for the job, or, or they're keeping the girls for themselves. <laughs> For whatever reason. Yeah, why the fuck would they want that? I don't know. <laughs> but Elton John says he never does... He wants him to meet him in person. Elton John says he never does business in person. But uh, he does acquiesce and say he's going to meet them in an hour. Then he walks off really slowly from the payphone. He's literally across the street from them. Yeah, they almost catch him up, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> he walks so slowly and we have to watch him do it. Uh, thankfully, we don't have to wait that long. An hour flicks by and we're straight at the meeting. The car pulls up. It's empty in the back, and for some reason, unknown, Elton John's pretending to be his own chauffeur. <laughs> <laughs> Elijah Wood, he's, uh, I don't know, he must be on another film shoot or something. <laughs> he can be in this scene. Freddie wants to know where his boss is. Um, Elton John says he doesn't know. He looks right at the camera, doesn't he, when he says that bit? Yeah. Yeah. That is, is that like he's uh, a little, <laughs> they don't know anything. Kind of thing, right? and then there's a guy. There's a guy called um, Switchblade. I think his name is in the credits. Is this the guy with the suit? Yeah, he looks. Yeah, yeah where the hell's he come from? I don't know. Suddenly, yeah, so, suddenly you've got the gang dressed like fucking idiots, and suddenly you've got a guy in a suit. He he looks like. Remember the um the opposing uh, band in Miami Connection that wanted to work <laughs> for nothing. He looks like the lead singer of them, and he comes out and he's got his New York accent. He's like, "I'll oh, pistol whip you until you talk." <laughs> Just his one line. I just don't know what what he. Why is he wearing that? He looks great. To yeah. be honest, he looks the most professional out of all the hoodlums. Yeah, but it's just weird considering the rest of them. He's probably thought, you know, what I'm actually going to dress normally, and I'll I'll be the one that stands out because everyone else is dressed ridiculously. <laughs> they open the driver's door. He's got a gun pointing at them already, and he says, "Throw the guns in the back." And yeah, he, he's actually he's got two guns. He's got he's got one in each hand. Yeah, and I had a look at his watch. That he's wearing. That had a gun as well. <laughs> no, even more useful. It was one of those calculator watches <laughs> that were so popular back in those days. Yeah, because he's got a calculator watch. Amazing. He's a plutonium killer. He's like a rich, evil genius. But he likes to know how to like, do sums yeah, you know, whenever the... he needs to. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, wearing a little calculator watch. So well done to him. He tells him to throw the gun. Like, they've got three guns. He's got two he says, throw them in the back. And he tells them he wants to report and I'll move it. And they go to, like, leave. And then uh, the switchblade's like, hey, ninja. And uh, Elton John goes, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and looks up. The ninja, he's on an electric pylon. How long's he been there now? <laughs> he's still not, like, disguised. How or did hidden? he know they were meeting there? They're in a fucking abandoned yard somewhere. <laughs> but, yeah, he's just stood in plain view again. Just <laughs> fucking Jesus! He's in, yeah, he's on the top of an he's electric. Like, first pylon. of all, how's he got up there without them seeing him? And yeah. second of all, how's he going to get down? I tell you, <laughs> he jumps. He jumps straight down onto the car, and then the guy's like, "Huh?" He throws a tiny net over the three. I think that's a badminton net. 
It I looks got, like a I got the net, same yeah. net when I bought a badminton set from a sports shop. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's pathetic. It's like really long, but it's very short. Yeah. So it's just, yeah, uh, which the ninja helps them out with by actually wrapping himself up in that net because they fail to do it for him. That he helps him out and just rolls himself up. Um, I put my note is what the fuck is going on because Elton John then drives the car towards him, brakes, the gang who have got hold of the ninja in the net, then decide to attack Elton John. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He starts reversing to get away, then stops, gets out of the car with the gun. They seem to remember, oh yeah, he has got a gun. And he's put, you morons, you let him get away. And the ninja's gone. And he's like, don't just stand there, go find him. Do you know how he got away? Like, he did a reverse footage oh. leap back up to where he was in the first place, which yeah. was even more difficult to get away from because now he's back up where he was, yeah. <laughs> which looked ridiculous to start yeah, with. Yeah, it's just rewound footage, isn't yeah. it? So now hell. what? Well, now where is he? He's still there, look. Anyway, enough of that. We ain't got time. Yeah, yeah. As, as he's driving... Oh, fuck me. That's such a... Like... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't understand any of that. Why would they attack the ninja, then attack Elton John, and he's like, oh yeah, he's got a gun, hasn't he? I forgot about that. And then he's like, you morons. That's fucking ridiculous. Anyway, Jimmy somehow found them in the park. That's because they're walking around again, aren't they, through the wasteland gunpoint, just for no reason whatsoever. It's the same bloody women as well. It's like, just keep them where they are. If the detective Jimmy has found them and found their layer, why is he going strictly solo? Why hasn't he got the whole of the fucking police force helping him? Why is it just him and his fucking maroon hat? Like fucking Forrest Gump. Anyway, the ninja... Yeah. You know when he said, where's that ninja gone? I'll tell you where he's gone. He's doing backflips through a field. <laughs> he certainly is. <laughs> Aimlessly backflipping through fields into uh, into a, just a long stretch of... looks like it had been driven over, so it's like a road area. Yeah. And who's there? Elijah Wood. It is. It's, it's rat tail Elijah Wood. Maybe he's like practicing for the Lord of the Rings, like walk through the foliage. Yeah, he turns up. He's got a sword. And make that two swords. Yeah. He does some sort of magic trick or he's got one and he goes, and then like two in yeah, his hand. two swords. But luckily, so does our ninja. He's got two as well. Uh, we, next... we, we get a cross scene now, don't we, where, where they're sort of like squaring up. You get the cops as well. You get uh, Jimmy. Detective Jimmy, he's uh, he, he does say the classic um, on his own. Police, throw down your weapons, uh, like like Nordberg did at the beginning of the Naked Gun. <laughs> and one of them does. <laughs> yeah, one of them did. <laughs> well, in this one, none of them do because yeah. there's about fucking eight of them, and uh, which they quickly do do the numbers. They they work out the maths and they think no, and he's like shit <laughs> so he gets taken hostage as well well done well done detective jimmy anyway yeah it does you do you do see both scenes play out sort of at the same time with quick cuts and um my my note about the elijah wood ninja fight is oh. fuck me this is shit yeah it is it is bloody awful uh, because what elijah wood decides to do is um summon up his incredible abilities at drunken sword <sighs> style which he acknowledges the ninja acknowledges it. He says drunken sword style, brilliant. He says I, bring it. Does he? I yeah. thought he says brilliant. <laughs> he says bring I, it. Kind of, I don't know whether he's being sarcastic. Like <laughs> it, oh, brilliant. No, he says bring it. But holy, I put holy fuck. What am I watching? Yeah, I just put it's actually really shit. Yeah, he's just rolling around on the floor. It's like, what's what's the point of this? Yeah, 
You get Jackie Chan, he could probably make it work. <laughs> he made all that doing the drunken master stuff. But this guy just keeps rolling on the floor. He does, yeah, and he's like, he's like, he walks a bit like Torgo, actually, to be honest. Manos, <laughs> it's just, he's just shit. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he dies absolutely ridiculously as well. He dives like Superman right at him yeah. with the sword pointed out. The ninja sidesteps him and just catches him in midair with the sword, and he rolls around on the floor. Cuts away before we know if he's dead or not, but we assume he's dead. Uh, Elton John, he's laughing at a burning picture of uh, cameraman Jack. The eyes of the photo are bleeding. (laughs) Voodoo nonsense. It must be, because we cut to cameraman Jack, and he's got Elton John's glasses on, and he laughs. And that's literally the end of that scene. So I think it's telling you that Jack's been... Well, um, I think you'll find it's not, because there's the headline that he reads that makes him laugh. And that headline is, Eye on crime blinded, Randy Rydell nabbed. Uh, the stories below. Do you want to know with them? Yeah. <laughs> Are you okay? No, menagerie breaks loose and uh, dietetic food uh, from farm sources, whatever. Yeah, same thing. Jack actually takes two copies. I don't know if he paid from both, but when he picks them up with his leather gloves on, he takes two copies of that paper. Yeah. Then he laughs like a fucking maniac. And cut, cuts away. We're back to the ninja. He's also instantly found where the gang's hideout is. <laughs> yeah. He's got a couple of blow darts. <laughs> <laughs> that that um that blow dart pipe. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> that looks like the kind of thing you make with your kid. <laughs> it's, like, it's got like brightly coloured feathers all over it. Like that's gonna blend into the fucking New York. <laughs> My note is what the fuck's that? An Indian peace pipe. <laughs> but no, it's a blow dart it's like pipe. Covered in like fishing lures and stuff. <laughs> it's absolutely ridiculous. Still, he gets a few of them away. Yeah, blow darts. Too. Imagine being that that guy that got di- incapacitated by a blow dart. <laughs> anyway, he gets into the lair. Just that's it. There's only two guards in the whole place. Cuts all the women down with some like swipes of his samurai sword. Yeah, he's nowhere near them either. No. He's got a sword. They're like in metal chains. He swipes the sword near them, and then they just let themselves out of their chains. Yeah, he tells Janice to uh, get the women out while he frees her partner. Janice, I like how the way uh, Janice is actually tied up. She's tied up like with backlight behind her and yeah. everything. <laughs> crazy, crazy effort for her. I'm not sure how he knows the ninja that the, the um, detective Jimmy's been kidnapped because he was in a field fighting Elijah Wood at the time, which is a sentence I never thought I'd say. <laughs> you can sense it. <laughs> yeah. Can I just say about Janice? Janice has to fight people because you know she's a cop, so he, that's why he's freed her and tells her to sort everything else out. And she's so shit at fighting. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, when you see some female martial artist and the female martial artists are good. I mean, yeah. I will give it that. I know it's Cynthia Rothrock's Cynthia, doing, yeah. the, uh, doing the voice, but I don't know if they gave her the voice of her specifically because she does get to fight. Mm. Um, but the actual fighting from this actress as Janice is so terrible. Yeah. It's she can't like, even walk properly, no, it's, that it's like It's like just watching... Like just a totally untrained girl do stupid things like punching like that. You just like probably got her thumbs inside her hand, like fingers wrapping her fist that break it straight away. Oh, she's terrible. Really, yeah. it did make me laugh. And uh, some guy keeps getting beaten up by a fucking loser. Yeah, there's a pirate village people guy. He turns up. The New York ninja throws a smoke bomb and escapes. And he leaves the women just to fight this guy in themselves. because they've got Janice. Yeah. <laughs> she, she's a peak, peak warrior. 
But we cut to the um, we cut to Jimmy, and now he's free, and he's leading the girls out. We don't see any of Jimmy being saved by the ninja, but he must have been. Um, and as as Ken says, we get the pirate thug, and uh, <laughs> he grabs Janice, right. And uh, he just headbutts her square in the face twice, yeah. which really made me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> he just grabs her and then just headbutts her right in the face. Yeah. I just thought that was really funny. And then he does it again. I was like, <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, um, she pokes him in the other eye, yeah. <laughs> which he then shouts, ah, my eye. And the eye patch isn't even on his other eye. And as you say, it, it moves, falls off. It? Yeah. yeah, it falls off halfway through. And he has got another eye. Yeah, it's fine. Just another affectation of Benny and the Jets, this fucking group. <laughs> uh, she beats him up anyway and knocks him out. Um, Jimmy puts them all in a van and they escape, so all the women are saved. Uh, except uh, for Randy, who's some, for some reason just walking around in a field yeah, somewhere. Yeah, she's just hanging back, isn't she? Thinking, bloody hell. And then we see cameraman uh, Jack dressed... In a flat cap, he's basically dressed the same as Elton John he was dressed. Like Elton John wore a flat cap and a, a Mac. Um, and he's just in the field there as well. And uh, Randy speaks to him and she says, hey, look, there's the ninja. And Jack says, yeah, so what? Yeah, he's not bothered. And she not says, like Jack. And she says, hey, you're not Jack. And uh, the ninja, he's got a little mirror. <laughs> he brought a tiny mirror with him. Even though they're out in the daylight, so I don't know why this makes any fucking difference. <laughs> but he's got a little mirror, he flecks the light at Jack, who starts bleeding from his face and his skin starts sizzling. Yeah, and instantly just pulls off his own face. Yeah, and it's Elton John. No way. Elton... Who would have thought that? The Jimmy's, he's acting so normal, Jack. <laughs> Elton John is wearing a Jack mask, or maybe his skin, I don't know, is Jack alive? We never see him again, I'm guessing not. Yeah, for what reason? No fucking not reason, reason whatsoever. whatsoever. Because uh, now that they know he's not Jack, he still abducts Randy again. Yeah, and he's like, she's like for about the eighth time now. Honestly, she's abducted more in this one film than Liam Neeson's family in the Taken series. Segal's daughter. It's it's ridiculous amounts of time. Yeah, he says you follow us and she's dead. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know how he gets around that. Grappling hook, grappling hook action. <laughs> he uh, he does a few nice little flips to get out of the way of the car, but the car actually reverses back just to give him enough time to grapple hook it, and then it drives off. Yeah, I liked it as well because it was almost like he forgot what would happen when that goes tight. The the taut rope, yeah, because <laughs> yeah. he was like, Whoop. yeah, like Ernest. <laughs> yeah, and then he just gets dragged behind the car for a bit. Um, whilst he's on some sort of like skateboard, isn't he? Yeah, that's like a classic Ernest P. World joke yeah. where he's like holding on to something. He's like, Whoa. yeah. <laughs> I'd like to think, Ken, that I would notice if a ninja grappling hooked itself to the back of my car, opened my trunk, and got in it as I was driving off. Mm. I'd like to think you'd notice that. I don't know. He's got bad eyes, isn't he? That's true. Yeah, he's probably just focusing just on fr- in front. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. And how does he get in? He just defies gravity by backflipping into it <laughs> <laughs> against the uh, against the momentum that the car's got, yeah. and then just closes the uh, the lid of the trunk and he's in it. Yeah, that's it. That's, he just is. 
Uh, yeah, we cut to Elton John. He's forcing the reporter into a helicopter, but it's locked, so no, not that one. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote that. He's fucking locked. <laughs> so he's like, damn it, god damn it. So, so they try the hangar. There's a there's a load of thugs in there killing flight mechanics indiscriminately. <laughs> yeah, there's, a, there's two, two of them just get murdered. It's like, well, they'd be useful, wouldn't they? They're just doing their job. They don't even know that there's a, like, a gang. Yeah. And how did the gang get there? No he's just idea. driven. He's just driven there from wherever it was that they've just been. But the gang are already there, killing yeah. people. Yeah. Um, the nin- g- gangs of four, by the way, is a four four man gang. Yeah. Ninja turns up, beats three of them up with an egg. With an egg. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's on top of a fucking helicopter. The ninja. Then, yeah, he is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I'll tell you what else. What else happens? Straddling the blades. Yeah. Of a helicopter is Claude Rains from The Invisible Man. He's with an AK-47. <laughs> yeah, the ninja's not the only one that can hide on top of a helicopter. Yeah, Claude Rains is in. Uh, the ninja, though, he was he was waiting for Claude Rains, as you know most ninjas are. He gets a geisha fan out, mm-hmm. and he's obviously watched Hard Ticket to Hawaii because the fan has got blades uh, on the tips, <laughs> and um, does like a like he throws. He throws the fan, but like doesn't let go, and the 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 blades like fly out. We're guessing and sticks in the neck of Claude Rains, but you don't see any like needles or blood or anything. No, he, he just get falls off the rotors. Yeah, don't don't know what's the point. I don't know. It's just to give how did him he the, even get up there? The Invisible Man. Yeah, how did he get up there? I don't know. Why Maybe he's why always he up, up there. It's <laughs> in the beginning of the film. Yeah, he's just been up there for a long time. Um. Uh, cut to the helicopter. It's looking to take off, but it can't because the da- the gas tanks aren't full. I've put this gang is fucking shit. They don't have to be full. They don't. They just need no. to get away. <laughs> just need to have enough in them, don't they, to get away from there? Yeah. He's yeah. like, we can't. We can't go because we haven't got any fuel. And then Elton John says, um, "I've I've got this bit. I've got this bit." What he says is, uh, "He says the gas tanks aren't full," and he just goes, "God damn it!" And then he just punches Randy in the face twice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Which I again really laughed at. He just punches just with his gun, the gun hand. He just punches her in the face, and I was like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> "He didn't say that well, did he?" Brutal <laughs> fucking like punching of women in the face in this film. And he says, uh, "How are we going to get out of here? What about a blimp?" And he's like, "We don't have a blimp." And then Elton John says, "What about a rocket man?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, get this thing in the air. Let's go. Come on, hurry. Let's go. What is it? The gas tanks aren't full. God damn it! Can't wait. Believe you've waited all this time for an Elton John joke. That's it. Oh yeah, no, I did uh, Benny and the Jets. Yeah, that was halfway through the thing as well. I thought you, as soon as you mentioned it, we'd be doing it sporadically. Yeah, I should have really. I didn't write any down. You could have piped up. You've had a shit in his house. Yeah, I have, yeah. <laughs> anyway, Elton John, he's not happy. Uh, he exits the helicopter just for a fight with a ninja, it seems like. Well, the ninja comes running out. He's got a gun on him. He says, don't move, which uh, the ninja just starts backflipping around the place, moving incredibly. Uh, in fact, he's just moving a lot, <laughs> yeah. contrary to the orders he was just given. Yeah, he doesn't fire at him, as you say. No, he's just sort of like, oh, shit. He is moving. Yeah. And just flips everywhere. And the ninja hits him with a star, throwing star, knocks the gun out of his hand. Elton John pulls a sword out. 
Yeah, like, he's got a pocket sword, doesn't he? Like retractable sword. Yeah, it's like a medieval thing. It's like a, you get in a Conan. It's a like, great. I don't know. I mean, where the hell's that blade hiding? <laughs> it's retractable, okay, but you what? You know the Conan sword that the dad gets in Prometheus. It's a bit, a bit like that, isn't it? <laughs> he's got that anyway. We get a shit fight scene. We, we get the fan that gets another run out again. I don't yeah, because it's because he's trying to uh, attack him with his pen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So he gets the right. fan out, and he's like, "That's a couple of shit weapons, isn't it?" Yeah, let's fight them. <laughs> fight them against <laughs> each other. I actually quite like the bit when um, Elton John tries to cut the ninja's head off, but he, the mini katana is like the handle. Yeah. Is in the back. That's yeah, actually quite good. Him, yeah. yeah, it blocks the, the the sword from cutting his head off. He takes out his mini katana and uh, some more sword skills, like flippy dippy shit. Yeah. Do you know, you, you've mentioned before in other films about. Um, that the bad guys bring out a weapon and they're shit with them. Mm. He seemed all right with it. Not he, bad. He looked like he'd had a little bit of training on it, maybe. Yeah, not bad. It's probably why maybe just them. before this scene, perhaps, but uh, <laughs> yeah. at, least, at least he was trying. My next note is Shirt Ripper, because uh, <laughs> the ninja like slices Elton John and uh, on his coat, so takes it's that It's a lovely outfit when his coat comes off. That's a beautiful outfit, isn't it? Yeah, the brown suit. Yeah, brown yeah. velvety suede. Yeah. Nice, nice they touch. Carry on fighting. He says, "You can't beat me. I'm immortal." And there's a bit where, like, they're they're sort of matched up, where they're, you know they're, they're power struggling with face the sword, face to face, aren't they? And yeah. the sword gets very close to Elton John's face and just starts like flicking at his glasses. That's what he, of, he's trying to take his glasses off, isn't he? But he's just like flicking it really slowly yeah, be, with the sword be, because he's failing to take his glasses off because they're the steampunk ones with the under ear uh, yeah. attachment thing. So yeah, you, you can't do it. Which uh, again, I thought, <laughs> what's the point of that? No. More powdered egg to the face. Yep, egg attack. Another egg. Yeah, because there's a thug that turns up and he's like got a gun and he's like freeze or whatever, which allows Elton John to escape into another helicopter. This is the fourth attempt at getting in a helicopter <laughs> <laughs> in the last ten minutes. Uh, the ninja has a powdered egg to the face, and uh, the helicopter takes off. He throws a grappling hook. Uh, I guess the reporter's safe now, isn't she? Because she like is just standing there watching this happen. Yeah, yeah, she's she's still at the airport now, isn't she? You can obviously see the safety harness on the ninja as he's being lifted up from the hel- on the helicopter. Yeah, he says, "Let's go." He says, "No, there's something weighing us down." It's just like, well, we've seen him in his in his trunks. He's got to weigh about like what a hundred pounds. But but <laughs> so then got a helicopter can't lift that. But then um, Elton John says a line which could be the name of the film pitch. He says, "There's something weighing us down." And Elton John says. It's that damn ninja. <laughs> <laughs> and then I think he, he offers the guy, says, you get us out of here, I'll make you a very wealthy man to the pilot. And he says, okay. Yeah, he says... So he's just a pilot. He's just a helicopter pilot. He says, he says, fly, fly, let's get out of here. And the helicopter pilot's like, no, he's attached to it, he'll die. And he says, I'll make you a wealthy man if you kill this ninja. And he's like, okay then. And he's like, all right, we're in. He must have some sort of like toe needles because he, he sort of limply throws a foot upwards the ninja as he's dangling off this helicopter. And we hear, ow, my face, yeah. from Elton John, who's like opened the helicopter doors a bit. And while he's trying to climb up, he got the pilot also punching the ninja now. Yeah. <laughs> he was so, he was so uh, taken with the offer of make you a wealthy man. <laughs> he's not just punching a ninja. They must have <laughs> sat to fucking fly the helicopter, mate. Yeah. Like the ninja, he gets into, like he climbs up and into it. And as he gets in, as you say, they just start throwing punches at him. 
<laughs> just really made me laugh that the pilots joined in straight away. I just think it looks, it just doesn't look um, heroic that the ninja's climbing game with his face down, he's on the floor and they're just punching him. <laughs> he just looks like a fucking idiot. Anyway, they throw him out of the helicopter. <laughs> the ninja. <laughs> Out you go. <laughs> uh, we hear a beeping as the ninja like grappling hooks onto an advertising board and like is hanging there from it. And the pilot says, what's that sound? And then Hel- Elton John says, is it a bomb? And uh, the helicopter explodes in midair. Get him out of here. Toss him out. Ah! Ah! Now get us out of here. What's that sound? Is that a bomb? One for our friends at Exploding Helicopter. Yeah, they got there before I did on this one, actually. Oh, did they? Yeah, yeah. They're on the ball, those guys. Uh, police turns up, guns drawn at the ninja. There's this weird, really weird shot of the ninja letting go of the rope down towards the camera. Yeah, What yeah. the fuck's that? I, I don't, don't know. know I, I, I thought that was a distraction thing, but I don't know. It was just They just used it in the end. Yeah, they handcuff him. And they've gone the Michael Myers route of arresting him but not removing his mask. (laughs) I'll tell you what, this bit bit made me laugh, this line. It was uh, Detective Jimmy says, uh, because I think they they, they do stop, don't they, in the parking lot and say, let's take this, let's see who this ninja is. Yeah, the fat policeman. And he says, we'll see his face soon enough, if he has one. (laughs) And they all laugh. And they all laugh. And I was just like, what? (laughs) Imagine he hasn't. (laughs) <laughs> it's just another ninja mask underneath and they can't take that one off that would be silly so they just leave that one on yeah no, just, what does that mean if he has one of course he's got one yeah imagine him just having no face <laughs> why do you even need a mask if he had no face <laughs> yeah but still they all they all laugh they all find that really really funny when I say go on the Michael Myers route, uh, it, please uh, please do go back and listen to our uh, Halloween deep dive of all the films in one goddamn episode, like Lunatics. Because Michael Myers, when he gets arrested, he's the, the worst shot of any Halloween film for me is him in his cell, just playing with the chains on his handcuffs in his full fucking mask outfit <laughs> like a fucking gimp. <laughs> with his back to everyone. Oh, God, I hate that. Anyway, yeah, they all laugh. Cut to the small kids from earlier. They've all, like, you know, the ones that saved them previously, they're all dressed as ninjas. They've got picket signs saying, hooray for ninja. We we heart ninjas. Their t-shirts have just got bits of paper stuck to their t-shirts saying, I heart NY ninja. They haven't made that many t-shirts for them all to have one. It's just bits of paper. It's like A4 white paper with marker pen written, I love ninja. They all dance around the cops, and the ninja he, he like looks at the camera and then looks side to side, and then he just disappears, like his head disappears down yeah, out just, of just, shot, yeah. as if like he's like that's how he sneaked away. And the police are like, "He's gone! Oh my god, where's the ninja?" And I like Detective Jimmy just says, "Well, that's it. We lost him. We should all head home." <laughs> <laughs> See you all tomorrow, guys. <laughs> he speaks to Janice, and he's like, "Yeah, you better head back." And like, "Thanks, guys. I'll see you tomorrow." <laughs> <laughs> I like that she also just walks off in the other direction to all of the other cops. <laughs> yeah. I don't know where her car's parked. <laughs> she left it somewhere else. It's back at the uh, the hideout for the <laughs> Benny and the Jets. Yeah, but they do. They kind of like, uh, I think, is it Janice who just gives a little smile and a nod that he's got away? Yeah. Yeah, she's all right with it, although she was participating in his arrest. 
yeah. and subsequent uh, incarceration. That's absolutely crazy that they arrest him after yeah. he's just saved them all. Anyway. Yeah. Oh, well, see you later, guys. Yeah, cut to John. He's laughing at a, a New York Ninja badge on, on his roof again. Mm-hmm. And uh, Randy turns up and says that they caught the guys who killed his wife. And John says, was it because of you? And she says, no, it was the New York Ninja. You know, the New York Ninja is a real hero. He says, yeah, you're right. They hug, and as they hug, he gives a little wink at the camera and mm. a point. Wink and a point at the same little, time. little finger gun to yeah, the camera. And a, and a big grin, and that's the end. And then we get a caption, the ninja will return in L.A. Ninja. When he's hugging her, and he gives us the finger guns, I had a look at, look at his watch. Yeah. Got a calculator watch. Oh, yeah. yes. <laughs> He's also wearing one. His is the um, the black version, whereas the uh, the guy, uh, the plutonium killer, had the silver metallic one. So he's got the, the plastic strap, whereas the other guy had the metallic strap. John's was an actual Casio calculator just attached to his wrist. <laughs> Full-length scientific calculator. With duct tape. Don't <laughs> <laughs> tell the time at all. Yeah, and we get we get that's how we find out Freddy Cufflinks was a character name, and yeah, you get the it, pale man. I'll tell you KBW. what, those those end credits are absolutely insane. I don't know whether they were. I think they were. Yeah, I think the original end credits. Oh, do you think? I don't know. I what? thought they were like redone. No, just I think the... they were original credits because that's they amazing. make no sense whatsoever. No, yeah, you've got like a what is it like a. Native American dancing around yeah, saying, yeah. I love the New York Ninja. You've just got like every demographic. You've got some rap dancers. That's why I thought it might have been like a reach. No but, but then thinking back, like looking at the, the, the trivia, there was no new shots. Like he, yeah, he said it's, there wasn't. It's, it's got to be real. And it's like, it's it's it makes sense. Yeah, and it, it was bloody outrageous. It was out, more yeah. outrageous than the film. If You've you got old that. people just dancing around to a rap song. <laughs> The uh, the Native American guy when he's walking across holding his little plastic placard that said something or the cardboard whatever he'd written on uh, he just drops it <laughs> he just picks it up and carries on <laughs> it's great it's brilliant. and then the ninja kicks him in the face as he get bends down <laughs> pick it up it's just all, all I love it. New York Ninja merch that I think they we're trying to sell yeah brilliant. Tribulations, flights, and the pains. The city of fear, capital of despair. Well, people are afraid just to ride the train. But there is a man who came across the land, trained in Japan, came from the east to the west, just to live his life until they took the man's wife. Then he chose to use the art form. He knew the best. He is a ninja. Ken, what did you think to this film? I really enjoyed it. I really did enjoy it. I watched the second time I watched it, I enjoyed it again. Yeah. It was when I made my notes the second time. I just watched it all the way through the first time and I was laughing all the way. That mm-hmm. first why scene. Why? Brilliant. And the yeah. second one was just like, <laughs> he's at it again. Yeah. <laughs> Superb. I just really thought it was really, really well done. Uh, the the dubbing was great. The film itself was just brilliant. I can't imagine that that wasn't what they wanted. Yeah, <laughs> I don't mean I, if they ever do find a finished version of it from the eighties. I'm alright. Yeah, if they find the script, yeah, yeah, I'm okay. I'm alright as it is. 
but you know, from from going and seeing that he had all he had was no sound; it was just footage and no script. So you have no idea what anyone's saying. I think Kurt, Curtis Spieler has has just made such a fun. He's obviously a fan of these sort of eighties ninja, where ninjas are inexplicably in like western, like yeah, just there in like urban areas of like um, you know western settings, like in New York. You remember like American Ninja and things like that. So you can yeah. tell he's watched those films, and that shines through in this. It's great fun. <laughs> Yeah, and so have we, and that's why this is so brilliant. Yeah, we've seen them all as well, and it's it's just such good fun. And on top of that, as well, it was it's just it was amazing to see, like as I say, New York in the eighties. I just thought that was that was an interesting like setting to have it in, like a sort of a, a shot in time of New York in the eighties. So, for anyone that's interested in that, it's worth to watch it just for that alone. I think. And if if you were around in New York in the nineteen eighties, um, let us know how that menagerie escape and all that and broke loose let us know how that went down not bothered about the farm fooding sources and all that stuff but that menagerie breaking loose that's quite a story wasn't it yeah tribune had it on every every bloody episode every, every edition would have been good if the helicopter was getting away towards the end there and a parrot just flew into the blades <laughs> and caused it to crash <laughs> yeah the pilot climbs out and he's eaten by a lion or something <laughs> Okay, Ken, what you got for us? <laughs> okay, you're going for the customary, uh, what have I got, uh, only to be disappointed by the answer of nothing. We'll, well, we'll see, give it a go. Okay. What have uh, you got for us? <laughs> nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a couple of options. Excellent, let's go. A couple of options uh, was... Do the sequel, L.A. Ninja, as mm-hmm. was alluded to by the end credits. Uh, my idea for that was we actually used the people who did the voice talents of the uh, remixed version of this. Yeah. So we actually used Don Wilson. We actually used Cynthia Rothrock, Michael Berryman. We we just used the actual people who did the voices. Excellent. As the same characters. Right. Other than that, I've got no plot whatsoever. Okay. Uh, I'm assuming... If we get Berryman back, I don't know how he survived it, <laughs> but he did. He yeah. survived that uh, that explosion. I'm guessing telekinesis. Yeah, he's back. He's back, and uh, he's he's on the rampage again. I've got a way of how he survives it, but carry on. Because his sunglasses were that tight. Nearly. What was the other one? <laughs> uh, that damn ninja. <laughs> it's tempting. <laughs> yeah, I've got absolutely nothing about that. Apart from, let's just keep the same cast as the, the voice <laughs> talents. <laughs> I'd like that damn ninja to be played by Carl Weathers. Yeah. Okay. If we do that damn ninja. Okay, I'm putting an exclamation mark at the end of it as well. Yeah. Because that's how it says, yeah, that damn ninja. Yeah. Okay. Okay, here's, here's, here's what I'm thinking, okay, for both, and then you can decide which one you want to explore. <sighs> okay, all right. All right. That damn ninja, mm-hmm. Carl Weathers is the police chief. Yeah. The ninja is, you know, like Kabuki Man. Yeah. The ninja is a, is an actual police officer in full ninja attire who reports to Carl Weathers. Okay. Is he a police officer who's also a ninja, or is he just a ninja who like, dresses up as a policeman? He is a police officer who is a ninja. Right, okay. He is in full ninja so he, attire. So he's on duty as a ninja. Yeah. Right. But he also wears a policeman's hat and badge. Quite right. Yeah. Rules are rules. Yes. 
He has got a side. He's got a a partner. Hang on a minute. So let's let's. See. We're already exploring okay. this one. What's, okay. what's your LA Ninja? LA Ninja is he moves to LA. John John mm-hmm. Lou, played yeah. by Don the Dragon Wilson. Yeah. Only to find that the kidnappings are have started up again, but this time in LA. Exact same plot. Exactly the same plot. Okay. Michael Berryman plays the Pluto. Oh, maybe we get Elton John, the actual Elton John. <laughs> <laughs> what do you reckon? Yeah, and when he when they reveal and he he comes in, he just says, "I'm still standing." <laughs> That's exactly where I was gonna I was gonna put that into the actual pitch. <laughs> yep, and he survives because the Elton John that died in that one was Jack dressed as Elton John dressed as Jack. Bloody hell! Who obviously got his like he got his mind like because you know when you saw him laughing reading the paper. Yeah. So that was him, and then he got dressed as Elton John, but then double-switched it and also got a mask of himself. He's not the man I thought he was at home. (laughs) (laughs) Little Elton John reference there for the fans. (laughs) Yeah. So what do you think? Which one do you want to go with? You're going to bring Carl Weathers in you, you immediately. You, Carl, you, Carl I'm Weathers going with Carl in. Weathers. No, no, I'm going with Carl Weathers straight right. away. I'll, I'll leave John Liu to f- suddenly realise that his film's been finished and <laughs> uh, come back and finish off L.A. Ninja. Okay. I don't want to. I don't want to step in his toes because right. uh, you know he'd probably kick me in the face. <laughs> right. So it's that damn ninja. That damn ninja. It's alive! It's alive! It's alive! We've obviously got Detective. Police Superintendent Chief Sheriff Carl Weathers. <laughs> I'll just I'll just put Chief yeah. for now. Yeah, Big okay. Chief Carl Weathers. No, I'm not calling him that. <laughs> and obviously we've got the ninja who you you never see him out of ninja costume. He's always in the ninja outfit. Okay. So it could be a stuntman, or we could go for a name. So he's just he's just called the Supreme Ninja. No, don't give him Supreme. No. Richard Harrison, he ain't going to be happy about that. No, is he? Gordon, Gordon's it. a great ninja. Huh? <laughs> See? So he's, what is he, Detective Ninja? Yes. <laughs> so he's Detective Ninja. Does he wear a Mac then? And a Trilby? Like hard boiled? No, no, of course not. He just wears a sports jacket. Sports jacket and over, tie. Over his ninja outfit. Yeah. And yeah. tie just round the neck. Yeah. Loose. Loose. Yeah. It's, not, it's not done up tight. It's a yeah. busy day. Right, okay. Not a hat, not a trilby. No, I think that would be silly. <laughs> yeah, you're right. There's a gang who are abducting, killing women. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> no, what it is, it's a gang of ninja on motorbikes. Okay, ninja bikers. Yeah. I want to be a tough guy. That song playing from Miami Connection. Yeah. They also had ninja bikers. Are we just revisiting films that we've already done? Yes. Okay. <laughs> it's alive! It's alive! It's alive! So we don't ever find out the ninja's name then? No. No, it's Detective just... Ninja. Detective Ninja. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who's playing him? Just a, a Doesn't stuntman. Matter. stuntman. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It could be all of us. He gets given a wet-behind-the-ears rookie cop as his, um, as his partner. New from the academy. He's just, just got promoted to be detective. Yeah. Good for nothing in the ninja's eyes. But also a samurai. So who the hell could that be? <laughs> McLovin? <laughs> no, I was thinking someone with fighting ability. <laughs> <laughs> Macaulay Culkin? 
He's too old now. What's his brother? Rory. Rory Culkin. Rory Culkin. Rory Culkin. So Rory Culkin's playing the left behind the ears rookie. How old's he now? 40? Probably. (laughs) (laughs) Right. His name is um, Polish Knobs. Okay. Is he pronounced Polish or Polish? Polish. Right. Because he's like, uh, he's, you know, like Turkish in. Um, Snatch. Snack. Yeah. Well, yes. Uh, like I watched that. that yesterday. Oh, did you? Yeah. What yeah. chance is that? Well, there we go. So, yeah, he's. Uh, he's is it knobs with a K or just knobs? Uh, he's got a, yeah, K double B. Nice. And, uh, yeah, his first case is the, the biking ninjas are. are um, terrorising, they're into drugs. It's know. stupid cocaine. It is stupid cocaine. Carl Weathers gets them on the case. You know, set piece at the beginning there with the... the uh... can, can we have like a... I don't know. Can we have the Detective Ninja's previous partner being killed at the beginning? Yeah, that's a good idea. Uh, maybe at the docks. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, he's, who's his partner then? Uh, it doesn't matter. Or do, or do you want a cameo? Can we have a cameo mm. for this as soon as he's dead straight away? Yeah. Um, Samuel L. Jackson. Nice. Nice. I'd like for him just to turn up with a ninja partner. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> yeah. How does he get killed? What are they doing? They're looking at the, the um how the drugs are getting into the city. They're at the docks. Yeah. And like you've got like the head ninja of the, the bad guys. He's in like what like red attire or something. Black. It can't be black. He's called uh, Detective Funk. Who is? Samuel, oh, Samuel Jackson. Jackson right? yeah. I think mean, the bad guy. Yeah, Samuel Jackson is uh, Terry Funk. <laughs> Detective Jerry Funk. Uh, it's Samuel L. Funk. <laughs> nice. He shortens it to Sammy. Sammy Funk. Sammy Funk, yeah. <laughs> this looks like a job for Ninja and Funk. Yeah. Yeah. Ninja Funk does sound like a good film pitch as well. That's the... Um, Black exploitation one. That's the, that's the uh, opening song. Ninja Funk, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The the main ninja of the bad guys. What do you reckon? Red. What's the color? He's got to have a color, hasn't he? That makes stands him out from the rest. It's got to be either red or yellow. I'm gonna guess my yellow, because your pen. Oh yeah, yeah, with fried eggs on it. <laughs> that's what he's got on his blazer. <laughs> yeah, that's what he's got his headband. <laughs> yeah, he, what's he called? It's like the Japanese flag, but with yellow instead of the red. Yeah, what's his name? Um, Eggs Benedict. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Eggs Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> Cumbersome. Cumber cucumber patch. Yes. Benedict cucumber patch. Eggs Benedict cucumber patch. He's a wealthy businessman. Could it be played by uh, Benedict Cumberbatch or could we not afford him? I don't know. He'd be a good bad guy, wouldn't he? I think he would be, yeah. We'll try. We'll swing. To, but he'd have to. He'd have to be like the British upper class villain. Yeah. You know, wealthy. You know, entrepreneur. Okay, so you've got. He's like the. You know, like in uh, Double Impact, where you got the. Yeah, this, that's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you've so got to have somebody the, like that. Somebody he's the wealthy else. businessman who's like funding the whole operation, and then the the other ninja is like the brawn of it, like on the streets. So you got Benedict Cumberbatch playing Benedict Cucumber Patch. Eggs. Sorry. It's called Eggs Benedict. Egg, Eggs Benedict. Eggs Benedict. Cucumber, Cucumber patch. patch. He's got two double-barrel first name and last name. He's a he's an ex. Oh, he's a rich he's entrepreneur, pro- yeah, British. Yeah. Royalty. Of course he has. Yeah. 
And then the 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 main bad guy of the the ninjas. What about Chow Young Fat? Well, he is the bad guy. Ex Benedict. Yeah, but you also need a oh, a, you know, like a the secondary secondary actual does, the does the dirty work. Yeah. Um, Chow Young Fat. Or uh, um, what's his name from Ongleback? Tony Jaa. Tony Jaa. There's all sorts of shit now. I don't know. He's he's um he's from Thailand though. Shit. I don't know whether we need to stick. Probably. Jackie Chan. He's Chinese. Ninjas Fuck. are Japanese. Um, see, see, it's a minefield out there. Well, then, like, this guy was Chinese. Well, you know, he wrote it. He gets away with that one, doesn't he? Yeah. Gives himself that pass. All right, then. So you, then. Because <laughs> we wrote it. It's alive. It's alive. It's alive. Okay, let's, let's, let's skip the uh, Chinese-Japanese divide. Let's just go Donnie Yen. Okay, yeah, perfect. Donnie Yen. Good choice. I was say, there's no way I'm fighting Donnie Yen. No. <laughs> Get the fucking shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Donnie Yen plays the, the main bad guy ninja. He's called... He's ninja Apocalypse. he's called. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just thinking of other words that might start with A that you could yeah. put on the end of the word ninja. He's called Ninja Smoke. <laughs> Not quite as bad as Ninja Apocalypse, is it? I suppose he wears a grey. Although he gives you cancer, he wears a dark grey like <laughs> special powers. Gives you cancer. Dark grey ninja outfit in your lungs. Uh, yeah. So the yeah starting off, you see a ninja smoke. He kills Samuel L. Jackson with an exploding ninja throwing star. We have got to make a, a, a like a, a Samuel L. Jackson head so it blows up. Mm-hmm. That'd be a good star, wouldn't it? Seeing Samuel L. Jackson's head explode. I'd like him to have the only line. Would just be motherfucker, and then, and then it blows up. His head blows yeah, up. How about yeah. that? Yeah, they're at the docks. They're uh, oh, kind of his only line. Well, he doesn't speak at all throughout the opening. <laughs> yes, because the whole point of Samuel <laughs> Jackson is to li- to deliver dialogue, isn't it? I just stand there, fucking the ninjas, the one not delivering lines. If anyone, <laughs> fifteen minutes of him walking around the docks <laughs> in silence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the ninja's got to be the the strong silent type. If yeah, anything. you're right. Samuel L. Jackson gives us all kinds of uh, all kinds of witty dialogue. Yeah, calls calls the ninja a motherfucker. Yeah, eight eight times in a row. Yeah, what are you looking at, you ninja motherfucker? <laughs> yeah, I think you could say ninja motherfucker as well. Yeah, That'd be great. Yeah, that could be the subtitle. But yeah, the, I'm, the film. I'm very happy with the mother, f- and then his head yeah, blows off. Yeah, yeah, it's a good good scene. I think already. And, that's a, that's a hell of a way to kick it off. And then, oh no, I was going to say, then we have the uh, the title just like on the screen, that damn ninja. But then you'd be thinking that we're talking about ninja smoke. I think the um, the that damn ninja scene where it goes up, that damn ninja would have to be Carl Weathers screaming yeah. for him to come into the office. Yeah, because it's gone wrong. And then uh, I like the thought of them going to the dock master, just like knocking on the door. I'm Detective Funk. This is Detective Ninja. <laughs> And points, and he's not there. <laughs> he's already behind him. Yeah, but he just just nods anyway. Yeah, he's already behind him in the in the he's room. Inside, yeah, yeah he's, he's in the shack. Yeah, he's in there already, sitting down with his feet up, having a shit. <laughs> no, no, you don't have any shit with your feet up. It's rule number one in the ninja law. <laughs> Many people lean forwards when trying to force a shit, but you should be leaning backwards. Thank you. Um, Carl Weathers brings him in. He's like, "Listen, you listen here." Hang on a minute. What they did? What just for doing what? Say again. Why is he bringing them in? 
It's because he didn't want them to go to the docks. He said, no, you leave this to FBI, CIA, DEA, that's the one. All of them. You leave this to the DEA. The CBA, the DIA. I told you two motherfuckers not to uh, go down to... Carl Weathers doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Not to go down to the docks, and now one of you motherfuckers is dead. (laughs) Can he uh, point and say, now you're pissing me off? Yeah. Like, you know, the famous, the gif. He says, and now one of your mother's fuckers is dead and points. And we've had the, the shot of the ninja in the chair. <laughs> points are the one who isn't. And then the chair cuts to the, the other chair and it's just headless Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, he brought him back to the office <laughs> He's just for a, a rollicking. <laughs> yes. He's just in the chair with no head, just slumped. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, later on throughout the film, when you come back into the police station, you'll see Samuel L. Jackson at his there. desk. <laughs> Just, you see, like, increasing it's, amounts uh, of, of paperwork piling up on his desk. Big, big boots to fill. You can't, you can't just replace it. Yeah. That's De- Sammy Funk. Dead man's shoes. <laughs> Detective Sammy Funk, for God's sake. <laughs> Detective Sammy Funk. <laughs> just get someone else to sit at his desk and sort that out. Yeah, he's got to do it himself. And you see, you see just the paperwork piling up every time you go past him. And, like, a girl's, like, saying, why didn't you come and meet me for a date? <laughs> Phones ringing off the hook. <laughs> so he says, um, "Here's your new partner." Who did we say? Polish knobs. Played <laughs> <laughs> by Rory Culkin. <laughs> Rory Culkin, Polish knobs. He's uh, came in. Can we have Elijah Wood? That's Polish knobs. Yeah, yeah. He's more recognisable, isn't he? Yeah, he'd be in this. Exactly. He'd would. love this he'd fucking film like fucking this. Him. He's already in it. He's just yeah. rang me. He's asked me if I could swap him in. Yeah. So it's Elijah Wood, he's playing Polish knobs, he's the, the rookie wet behind the ears, top of his class, does everything by the book, can tell you the rule book back to front, but has no on-the-street knowledge like the ninja, who says nothing through the film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it, maybe he writes notes. Yeah, or like, maybe he just... Like he, where he just passes a note over and he's just like, I work alone to yeah. Carl Weathers. And then it's like a, a litmus paper, just like... It's, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just drops it. He's like, Jesus. And it's also written in Chinese, uh, in Japanese, so they can't read what it says anyway. Carl Weathers can. Someone comes in and is like, Chief, you're not going to believe this. Ninja and Nobs are still pursuing the case. And he's like, that damn ninja. And then it could maybe do that. Are we not having Nobs involved already? Sorry? <laughs> no, ninja's going out on his own. He's left Nobs behind. What else happens? We got a set, so we got the set piece of um, Samuel Jackson. We got the opening scene. Yeah, we got the opening scene. We're going to need an establishing one of how badass the ninja is. So Um, maybe. Well, that would be knobs. (laughs) (laughs) It would, yes. Yeah, knobs would be telling us all that. Right. Okay. So we don't see it. He's like cigar. Yeah. We, just... we. Yeah. We. We don't need. Uh, we don't need to see the scenes. We just get knobs tell, talking us through it to. I don't know who he's telling. Maybe, maybe it's like Carl Weathers. It cuts and uh, knobs is already in the thing with his big shit eating grin. Weathers is looking through his um, report card. You know, he got an A in English. You got a B in art. <laughs> and he says, "I'm gonna. I'm gonna pair you with Ninja." And then he does the Ninja, but and then tells us everything. But he's about. the yeah yeah. Yeah, and then you see him, and he's just like doing the side step in, just around the office. He's <laughs> a katana drawn. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Where everyone's just like working, and yeah. Samuel L. Jackson's bleeding onto the floor. He's just from his open neck. I think we can. I think we can do that. Yeah, brilliant. And then uh, he's he drawn his sword. 
Yeah. Draw your sword in the office. Well, yeah. <laughs> that was danger. Dangerous. Yeah, he's just sort of patrolling around then. Throws a powdered egg in someone's face when they ask him to. He throws a powdered egg uh, at his own sandwich. Because <laughs> that's what he's having for his dinner. <laughs> it's alive. It's alive. It's alive. We also need a scene of how badass the bad guys are. Would that be exploding Samuel L. Jackson's head? or It's pretty bad, isn't it? Is that what they've done? Yeah. So we've already done that in the first. Is that opening. just Donnie Yen as Ninja Smoke? Yeah. He's done that. Yeah. What about Eggs Benedict Cucumber Batch? <laughs> <laughs> what about him? He's in a board meeting, obviously, isn't he? And he's showing like he's is like... he dressed as a ninja. <laughs> no. <laughs> we we having him dressed as a ninja though. He's dressed as Willy Wonka. <laughs> Gene Wilder, not um, okay. Johnny Depp. Why? That's what he's the entrepreneur of. He's an entrepreneur. The chocolate he's a cho- factory. Yeah, he's, yeah, the cucumber patch bars that everyone <laughs> just can't get enough of. Yeah. Made with bits of real cucumber. Mmm. <laughs> it is uh, 80% water or whatever. Who? Benedict Cumberbatch? Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Human beings, but yeah. also a cucumber. Yeah, well, it's probably 90%, aren't they? Exactly. It's, it's a Perfect. very, very strong link towards cucumbers and humans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe this is the which same. is what he's working on. I was going to say maybe this, maybe that's the exact dialogue he's saying in a presentation <laughs> to his shareholders. <laughs> and they're just all nodding. Yeah, yes, yeah. you're right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So he's he's coming up with the chocolate cucumber, which is another film you were in. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not having a chocolate cucumber. <laughs> that was your first line. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, you see him, he, he's big business, you know, he's doing it all for expansion and capital and whatever else the fuck it, like, why would anyone do any of this shit anyway? Like, you're thinking like Double Impact, that guy did not need to do any of that stuff to be a wealthy person, <laughs> so why would he do it ultimately? And this is the same thing with Cucumber Patch, he just, he's doing it because he's evil. And he loves cucumbers. And I think, you know, you, you'll have like, a, I think we'll, we'll have like the biking thing, you know, a nice set piece of fighting on bikes and stuff, you know, like in... um. On the trucks and things like that. Yeah, I think we'll have a, like a biking one. Um, we'll have a slow respect dawning between Polish knobs and the the ninja. We can find out that Polish knobs is useful and he is a good cop. Probably a better cop than the ninja. The ninja cuts corners and disobeys orders, whereas Polish knobs does stuff by the book and secures his his. Um, and he he writes all all of his paperwork. Writes all his paperwork. Does everything the right way, so it can, can and so it can secure a, a conviction. Whereas the ninja is all action, and he think he fights first, thinks later. You know. Yeah, murders a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> like Dirty Harry if Dirty Harry was a ninja. Yeah, dirty ninja. Dirty ninja. <laughs> <laughs> and they get the the budding friendship, and uh, ultimately it ends with um, them uh, killing. Everyone. Ninja Smoke. Oh. Blowing his head up. Really? Tit for tat. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they say when and, it happens. Uh, Eggs Benedict, Cucumber Patch, uh, ends up trying to get away in a helicopter with Elijah Wood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Taken hostage. That's the thing as well, even though he's a good cop, the ninja will go above and beyond to save people. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, no, no, no. I appreciate that, of course. Got to get the job done. He gets the job done at any cost. Elijah Wood is a pencil pusher, but knows that that role of it, that side of it, back to front. You know that's why they're a good team. Not like Sammy Funk, who was gun, goes in guns blazing, motherfuckers fucking. Yep. <laughs> you know <laughs> that's what he used to say. 
<laughs> Motherfuckers be fucking, that's what he says. God damn. What the fuck would he say that? <laughs> we'll, we'll work it into the script. Yeah, I think I think he will. He gets away in the helicopter, the ninja throws the exploding uh, ninja throwing star and blows the helicopter up. Mind you, fucking Elijah was in there. <laughs> Hang on a minute. So, our entire middle bit of this film. You just give us the end, yeah? So the entire centrepiece of the film is long business meetings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's alive! It's alive! It's alive! So what do you reckon? You like that? Yeah, I mean, it's got everything. It's got a, <laughs> got a hero that doesn't speak. Yeah. Uh, it worked for Nicolas Cage in Willy's Wonderland. Yeah. Of course, so it worked for him. We, yeah. we can use it. We can just use a stunt double who's really good at being a ninja. You know, we don't need a, a, a someone who can act. We just need someone that can kick ass. Yeah, and all he does is kind of like just look at people. Yeah. And gives he, doesn't, he doesn't have to do all the uh, exaggerated movements. Exactly. And then you've got Elijah Wood for the, the acting part. You know, he's he's going to be carrying a lot of the film on his tiny hobbit shoulders. <laughs> That's the one. You know, and, uh, and obviously you've got Ninja Smo. You've got Donnie Yen to give a bit of uh, authenticity, a bit of... Uh, weight to the film as an actual action film. You've got the acting chops of Benedict Cumberbatch as Eggs Benedict Cucumber Patch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You've got Samuel L. Jackson's head exploding. Always a good one. And you've got Carl Weathers as goddamn chief. I can't think of a better way to end the episode. I don't even know what what people want. If they don't want that. That's what I want. They probably <laughs> want us to end the episode, so we will bring this episode... <laughs> To a close. So we can all go to sleep finally. (laughs) Thank you, as always, to my co-host, Kenby Wild. Thank you very much. So what did you think of this week's episode? What did you think of the film, The New York Ninja? Where does it rank among other New York Ninja films? (laughs) (laughs) Like a ninja out of water. That kind of film. Yeah, the ninja out of water uh, trope. Where does it rank amongst those? Let us know. The email address is badmoviecult at gmail.com. We're on all the social medias. Just search Bad Movie Cult. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Letterboxd, Good Pods. We're on all of those. If you want to discuss this week's episode with other cult members, you can. You just need to search Bad Movie Cult Discussion Group on Facebook. All links will be available in the show notes. If you'd like to support the podcast, you can by simply leaving us an Apple Podcast rating or review. It's a massive help getting us found by new listeners. You can also review us now on Spotify, so if you want to leave a star rating on there, that would be greatly appreciated. You can find all previous episodes as well as written reviews of films not covered on the podcast on our website. That's www.badmoviecult.com. Join us again in two weeks' time, where we will be back with another movie review, deep dive and film pitch, right here on the Bad Movie Cult Podcast. (laughs) We'll be right back. 